please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. He's here, everybody. The great announcer is here. Don't eat my soup. What are you talking, Spoonie Shears? We're talking about prostitution. Shut up, Elliot. I'm murdering. Know yourself. I'm the Tom Hanks of podcasting. I'm here now. Jimmy's here. Mad at It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey everybody, welcome to the program, episode 2425. Now this is the last episode of the season. Uh, so of course I always take a little time uh, out to uh, thank everybody for listening to it. Whether you listen to it on the free feed or you're watching this via the Players Club, uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your loyalty. Um, Players Club people still have some episodes left in the season. Yes, they do. They're not done yet. We're not done with you. I did not suggest they were. I was just still just getting the thank you out there. And I'll give the Players Club people their own special thank you come those episodes. I would hope so. Absolutely. They're the ones who really deserve a thanks. These other people don't. (laughs) These people deserve a thank for listening. There's a lot of pod. Not unlike airlines, there's a lot of podcasts out there. And we're glad they've chosen us as part of their Q, as the uh, mm-hmm. as uh, we now are forced to say in America, <laughs> that caught on. The metric system didn't, and uh, we blame uh, Netflix. I think is who we blame for that. Yeah, I do. I do blame them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think definitely I, imperial measurement people, the Netflix folks, and also probably secret Brits. They they're trying to reinvade our country. Well, they're coming back in secretly, aren't they? They they're want to take like it the over. Ruskies. They're not. They're not satisfied uh, with. You know, 270 whatever years of, of uh, us being our own country. They're like, it's it's time to take it back. Well, listen, you brought it down this path. <laughs> it's going that way. Not, <laughs> not to them, but it's going yeah. uh, it's going elsewhere. And there's only one human being that can save us. And that, of course, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now, <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to the program. Uh, big weekend, of course. I had a birthday. Matt, you got a birthday. This episode will drop on your birthday, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. the 31st of uh, July. Uh, we both turned 46 this year. Is that what we did? 44? 45. 40, 45. Next year's fat 46. I'm jumping ahead. It's my Trump birthday. Uh, 45, <laughs> huh? Also, uh, who? Here's a nice piece of trivia from Matt Belknap. Maybe you know it. Uh-huh. What Chicago White Sox minor leaguer? I'm not 100% sure he wore this number in the minor leagues, but when in, the, in spring training. Oh, I know the answer. Who is it? Michael Jordan. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah. Couldn't use number 23. Why? Must have belonged to someone Robin else. Robin Ventura. Okay. <laughs> Great third baseman, horrible manager. Did you know that when Michael Jordan rejoined the Chicago Bulls, he wore the number 45 on the Bulls for the remainder of that season? Because they had already retired 23. Is that the premise? I don't know why, honestly. I'm going to go with that. I don't. That seems like a quick turnaround to retire. But, I, I mean, he. it's not unthinkable that they would have retired it. But then they immediately... If they did retire, they unretired it to put it back on his back the oh, following right? season. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he only, I think he only wore 45 in basketball for like half a season, is, hmm. is my recollection. But, uh, you know, they did that with the, uh, with a White Sox player as well. They, um, uh, was it Harold Baines? Like they retired his number 
but then he was then was a coach and so then hmm. they kind of unretired it retired like it's still it's still up on the th- it was, it was mm-hmm. still up on the thing but he still wore it and yeah i don't know and again and by the way i i might be wrong about that it might not be harold baines it might not and if it is Harold baines i might have gotten all that information wrong i assume it was also a, a savvy marketing move to go hey we can sell a lot more jerseys if michael jordan is is now a different number and all the fans are going to now want to own the 45, 45 jersey yeah they all went out and bought it and then they're like hey he's 23 again yeah yes yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> how about that um dumb Southsiders. uh 45 was actually the jersey number he wore throughout high school until his junior year when he played on the varsity team with his older brother larry who also wore the number Michael ended up choosing a number that was half of 45, 22.5, which is how he ended up at 23. You round up, don't you, Matt? Hmm. That is a math. Wow. <laughs> well, it's a lot of thought going. Tell you that about yeah. Michael Jordan. The guy loves his numbers. <laughs> yeah, I get, well, he loves to crunch them. He, he puts up good ones. He, he does put up good numbers. Yeah. He reverted back to 45 because that was the number he wore playing baseball as a kid. He stuck with it when he came back to the NBA for sentimental reasons related to the murder of his father. No. And so what and when does it say when he switched back to 23? Uh, through fate, Jordan returned to 23 in his 23rd game back in the NBA. What prompted the switch was all was all the ball being stolen from him in Game One of the Eastern Conference semifinals. Oh, so he he actually switched back to it within the same season. Not even I thought it yeah. was like the following year. And he switched back because uh, maybe he was feeling some uh, bad, uh, bad mojo. Uh, juju. Juju. Yeah, because they were in the playoffs. Yeah, that they did end up losing that year. That was uh, in that incredible run of six championships. They. Uh, that was the only year in the midst of that that they did not win a championship with him on the team. And they, who won it that year? Was it Cleveland? Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets. Well, no, they would have been Cleveland to go to the finals, right? Isn't that what the case? Uh, they they lost in, about they it. lost in the Eastern Conference Finals, probably to the Knicks, but I don't remember New York Knicks. Huh? Yeah. Although no, I don't know if that's right either because I think the year he was out completely is when the Knicks went to the finals and then lost to the Rockets. The Rockets won two in in that little span between the the Bulls. I see. I see. Do you think Jordan was key in those games? Did the Pete <laughs> oh, Schwab wow. joke? What do you got? Uh, More information. Is this mid-season, number related? The midseason number switched back to 23 came at a cost, and the NBA fined the Chicago Bulls $25,000 for each game that Jordan didn't wear 45. What? <laughs> Yet yeah, the deputy NBA commissioner released the following statement in 1995. We do not think that the issue of jersey numbers should be allowed to become a distraction from the great playoffs that we are now that are now underway. The Chicago Bulls have been advised that we will not approve a change in uniform number this season if the team continues to permit him to appear in a number other than 45 in violation of league policy. This matter will be dealt with in an appropriate manner at the conclusion of the season. So how many games how many the, games are in a season? Well that that Bulls was a, they were in the playoffs. A grand total of $100,000 on Jordan wearing That's number 23. It's four games by that math. Hmm. Well, that seems that that doesn't seem like a big deal. Did they win those games? Was it worth? Was it worth it? Well, if the, if they were in the playoffs, they clearly lost <laughs> at least three. If there was a first round, I oh, don't, that's a great. Point. I don't remember them getting bounced in the first round, but uh, back then the first round was five a five game series, and so it would have been three games, mm-hmm. three losses would have eliminated them. So it must have been one win and three losses. Uh, but <sighs> anyway, this this brings up a. I, I need to correct myself on a previous episode when I said that Anthony Davis was uh, that Le, LeBron James was giving Anthony Davis the number twenty three uh, when he as he's joining the Lakers, uh, and then he was going to take number six. It turns out they missed the deadline to uh, switch it, so he they can't do that for this season. It will not be happening in this coming season. No, and uh, apparently it has a lot to do with Nike 
manufacturing literally millions of LeBron James jerseys with oh, a number 23 on it. So they can't, they don't, you know, they would have been uh, out a bunch of money. Um, so yeah, that's, I have to correct myself when I said on a previous episode that that was happening. It will happen next I week. don't know if you need to correct yourself as much as uh, a, a um, update to the story. It's an update. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't think you spoke erroneously. Now back to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. It's quite enough of the uh, number talk. Not even sports talk. Just literally yeah, number, number talk. <laughs> literally number talk. Number talk about sport. Yeah, I don't have a song for that, guys. Well, that luckily, it should never come up again. <laughs> we should be covered. It is funny, though, that Jordan, that there's a very specific and idiosyncratic reason for Jordan wearing that number because he now he because he was Michael Jordan the number 23 has now become a number that that great players want like it's become like the number 10 in soccer where mm-hmm. you want the 23 is uh, 10 Pele uh Pele was 10 yeah a lot of great players have worn 10 Messi wears 10 and right but initially to, to I, use your logic yeah. there was there was one well, person that people yeah, admired I don't know if there were, yeah I don't know maybe 10 wasn't big before Pele but it does seem like the way they do jerseys in soccer is sometimes related to position. And so if you're a striker, if you're in the forward position, you would be wearing a nine or a 10. And mm-hmm. so um, does, does that happen in basketball? Cause I know football, you, you have certain numbers for certain positions. Does basketball right. like, is the center Not, always no. something? Uh, maybe in the old days. I don't, I don't think so though. I'm trying to think. I thought they did in the old days. I thought like the center would, but you know, look, look I don't know. I mean, like like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wore thirty three, mm. but Magic Johnson wore thirty two. Right. So, Once of, yeah. Magic Johnson played all sorts of positions, so mm. I don't know if that applies to any, any of this discussion. Man. You were back on number talk, guys. <laughs> I <laughs> I mean, thought it's all did, my fault. Because when I played basketball, and by that I mean when I sat comfortably on the bench and enjoyed watching the team score their points. Um, <laughs> I want to say the guards had lower numbers than the forwards that, could be. than the center. It does seem like, barring any specific thing like Jordan wanting 23, it does seem like the point guard usually has a very low number. Yeah. And maybe the forwards in the center the, have the, a higher the number. The taller you are, the bigger your number. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's how, that's how it works in AYSO. Like, Charlie oh, had yeah. number two last year because he was the second shortest kid on the team. <laughs> and uh, and we were talking about it this weekend, like, what his number was going to be. Because his age group is, like, six and seven-year-olds. So he's going to be one of the bigger kids this year. Yeah. Last year, he was one of the smaller kids. So we're thinking, oh, I don't know. Maybe you'll be a seven or an eight. But do, do my they- guess is seven. That's going to be my guess. That's what he wants, actually. He wants a seven. That's so. my, it's my favorite number. The great Alan Bannister wore that number with the Chicago White Sox during his tenure there. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, uh, wait, who played it? Who was, had that after him? Was it uh, Ray? No, Ray Durham was eight. Eh, who cares? Go on. Well, I was just going to ask. Uh, so then, I don't know. Let's say there's 20 kids on the team, for example. So they only go up to 20. Uh, are or, you talking an AYSO? Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they they just do it like that. But on real soccer teams, you get some weird numbers that are higher than that. It's not like it's not just one through twenty. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Count them up, count them down. I thought you were going to ask. By the way, when you started that whole thing about the trivia question, I thought you were going to ask what baseball player had my birthday because I found out last night that there's a uh, a former Yankee who has your birthday. A former Yankee that has my birthday. Yes. Is it a Yankee great? Yes. Like like a um, not a not a not a bygone era. That's great. what I'm asking. A, a more contemporary. Great. Okay, so not a mantle, not a Ruth. No. no. And in in knowing that I'm interrupting the flow, uh, you don't mean their jersey number is <laughs> his birthday. <laughs> no, okay. no, his actual birth. He All shares right. a birthday. I share a birthday with a Yankee great. Yeah. Um, I'll give you. Well, he, uh, he no longer plays. He no longer plays. But I'll give you a hint that will give it away. I don't know if I want a hint then. Okay. Um, uh, a Yankee great. Do you know the position, sir? And does that give it away? What did he play in the nineties or the two thousands? 
Uh, both. Uh, more 2000. Bernie Williams. Nope. Okay. I, I think he played in the outfield. Paul O'Neill. No. Maybe not. Maybe not the 90s on the Yankees. I think he started his career uh, on another team in the 90s, and then his the bulk of his career. I, I mean, I know he started on another team because his wait. his the, his uh, transfer to the Yankees was big news at the time. But yeah. I don't remember the. I don't know. His rookie year was probably late 90s. And uh, you don't know what, the, what position he plays. It's not a maybe run, outfield. I'm guessing outfield. What'd you say? The only the only name that I know is Alex Rodriguez, A Rod. Hmm. But didn't he? Did, did oh, it's A Rod. It is A Rod. Oh, uh, well, he started with the Mariners, went to the Rangers, then went to the Yankees. Right. Yeah. Um. So A Rod and I share a birthday. Yeah, he was you know because he's a oh, broad, that's right. broadcaster so, now. Jennifer Lopez Jennifer stopped Lop- out of the booth to surprise. She that's brought right. up birthday cake to him in the booth. Last that's night. right. That explains why that was necessary in my timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't click on it because I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about J Lo. Other than well, the fact that she's she, 50 years old. She just turned 50. They and, uh, share that her was birthday news. month, I think. And um, and then I don't care about A-Rod at all. Yeah. Um, and uh, that booth, that, that, that Sunday night booth, is, I have not, I, as much as I like Matt Verskasian, uh the combo of he, A-Rod, and I, I apologize, I don't know the woman's name, I don't think they click at all. I don't hmm. think the three of them have any chemistry together. Zero. You know who has great chemistry, and I told you to watch it as a family. Mm-hmm. Holy moly! Are you watching? I Holy still moly haven't yet? watched it yet. No, we've had a very busy week uh, with Zoe's. Uh Right, we'll, I want to get to that in a moment, yeah. but uh, holy moly, are you watching that, Garen? I actually watched it when I was back home, and it's 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 entertaining. It's entertaining. It's it's, no. I, and I don't know the guy's name. Please look it up, Garen, because I'll mispronounce his last name. Joe something, and Rob Riggle. Yeah, and it's extreme miniature golf. Right, <laughs> and um, it's ridiculous, and it's supposed to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Riggle and this guy have terrific chemistry. Oh, fun. They are terrific together, awesome. and we laugh. Minimum 10 times an episode. Yeah. Like, it's really, really, it's engaging. It's fun. Yeah. Some of the people are a little like, uh, hey, I'm the uh, I'm the putting penguin. And then they come out and they have to do a little character. And, <laughs> and there's a lot of there's a lot of producing going into it because like one guy was yeah. a redhead. Uh-huh. And then so all of a sudden there's people like there with red wigs on and go ginger. It's like, how do these people know to uh, be they, a fan? They don't. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> so they've been following the minor league mini golf right. circuit to root for this guy. So it's, it's about, so it's before the ginger, and mm-hmm. I, I'm using their words, and I'm, I, don't, I don't know if that's uh, derogatory or if that's what uh, redheads like to be called this day. I think we're age. allowed to make fun of redheaded people because I, it's a silly, nonsensical thing. Are we allowed to make fun of them? Is that yeah, saying? that's what I'm saying. Of, of the people? <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Don't but know. it just seems one, like a kind One of, gave me a career, so I'm a little, uh, a little hesitant. It seems like mostly harmless i mean i'm sure there are people who are redheaded know. who are kind of sensitive about it or self-conscious of it but you live your life and I, ultimately I, it would be a it's, a it's a silly thing to make fun of so you can't take it seriously i think i don't know i think there's a lot of bullying that still goes on with redheads yeah, and i mean I, I always i always hated the phrase redheaded stepchild yeah i ha- i hate it it yeah. seems so uh i love it <laughs> apparently by this by, by this line of there's uh, no better way to make fun of a redhead than to uh, say that they're adopted <laughs> oh, is that adoption or is that uh, brought in uh, or a marriage package? it doesn't matter is something's uh, wrong with you your, your own your own father didn't love you it's uh, uh, it's, it's clear it's yeah, because sure. of your hair um at any rate they, they uh it's obvious that there's producing going on yeah. that uh uh but all that aside it, the show is very very fun if you've yeah. got kids you haven't watched it it's great to watch and again rob riggle and joe Tessitore? Tessitore. Joe Tessitore. Hey. Uh, and, he, and he, you know, he's a sports guy. 
He, Sounds he, like an Italian guy. Now, uh, that's another pr- group of people I like making fun of. I don't. <laughs> totally of, harmless. All right, I don't know who this Don Rickles character is. Uh, I don't think he is Italian. I think he may be, no. uh, I want to say, Armenian. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, I base that on nothing. I mean, the last name sounds Armenian. Sounds Italian. I uh, thought that Steph Curry created the show. Apparently, he did, or was in charge of it. Who Does was? Didn't he produce it? I thought he produced. It, it says he executive produced one episode. Oh, weird. Hmm. Oh no, Steph Curry's on every. He's on every episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's the guy. It's his, it's his deal. It's his show. Yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, he's on every episode. He does these little uh, little uh, insert uh, hmm. quote unquote funny clips, mm-hmm. and I'll, four or five of those are good. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he he golfs if you need him to, and. Oh, he's like a ringer that you can bring in, yeah, like a lifeline. Yeah, I, I don't want to tell you. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, here's what I'll just tell. Who cares? <laughs> this one, don't tell me the spoilers. This one Holy hole, moly. you, yeah, the two competitors putt to a an area. Whoever gets closer gets to then choose who do you want to do like a seventy five yard chip shot. Do you want Steph Curry or do you want a robot? <laughs> and the robots got Rob Riggle's face in there and they're smack talking to each other. Yeah. And uh, the answer in our house every time is you take the robot because a human being can screw up. Yes. A robot won't. The robot will do the same thing every time. And every assume. time. But yet, because it's one of those things where this show, nobody knew the, these competitors never seen the show before. Yeah. Uh, they all pick Steph Curry because they think the first, whoever gets first choice. Yeah. Always pick Steph because they think he's a MVP right. basketball player. He must be good at chipping golf balls. <laughs> uh, and by the way, he is. Yeah. He is. Uh, he's yet to shank it or anything yeah. bad. Uh, but the robot is always closer. So the robot does the robot hit the exact same shot every single time? Basically, yeah. That is a, that's a, it, that is a fun idea at first, but then once you've done it, it's like there's nothing to this. Like you said, once people see that that's what happens, you would always pick the robot. You're basically saying, who can get it closer, Steph Curry, or we're just going to put the ball right here? Yeah. Can I Steph mean, Curry I mean, get I mean, it closer it's, than it's, that? It's within three yards of each other. Right, right. Depending on how, the, how it bounces. Huh. Um, but yeah. it's, uh, you know. I it, guess conditions could vary, even though the, the robot itself would be hitting the same Also, shot. they did this. Wherever they shot it, I'm not sure where they shot it. They shot it obviously over the winter mm-hmm. and it's freezing there oh really every audience members in big jackets <laughs> oh my god and at one point this storm came through and uh wriggle and 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 joe are laughing about how like their papers are blown all over and uh and then at one point like joe just goes uh has it drops 45 degrees <laughs> and, and, uh, i believe it has joe like anyway they're great watch it it's funny yeah. it's enjoyable uh, we watched that last night, which was the last television I watched with my family as, uh, before they left to go out of town. Yeah, they. Uh, this is day one of me uh, bachelor life for a few days. Yeah, and uh, boy, it's got uh, it, again. It's only day one, but I, I predict loneliness by Wednesday. <laughs> really? And I by, and I by would... Wednesday, I mean seven o'clock tonight <laughs> when I walk into the house. And, and by seven o'clock home. tonight, you mean seven a.m. this morning? Yeah. It, <laughs> no, I, I brought them to the airport. Oh, okay. At uh, three a.m. Oh, what? My wife got the very uh, convenient 5 a.m. flight. Where are they going? Uh, Baltimore. No, not Baltimore. Yeah, they're flying into Baltimore. Jeez. Which I hope they're okay. They're that place is a rat-infested hellhole. Yeah, you got to watch out. Says the president of the United States. But uh, they're flying to Baltimore, but they got... So we had to leave at 3.15 uh, this morning. Dear God. And my wife was very, very kind uh, and said that she would uh, take an Uber but uh, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm not going to. Well, you stay up late anyway. You probably just didn't go to sleep, right? I was in bed by 930. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, uh, uh, I don't stay up that late ever unless I'm having trouble sleeping. 
it seems like you often have trouble sleeping and you're always talking about how you were up until five and well that happens yes I, uh, but uh no last but night not this night <laughs> not the one night it would have come in handy i could have slept i could and had we not had to wake up i probably could have slept all the way through to 9 30 like i could have done 12 hours right. last night yeah um but it was um what did you do for your birthday we did a nice guy a nice variety of things uh, matt thank you for asking we did um Friday night, my wife took me to a show that I will recommend called The Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. It is a, uh, a kind of a, um, it's not, I, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit more like Rock of Ages, mm-hmm. where, you know, Rock of Ages takes that arena rock music and kind of built a story around the songs. Yeah. This is your kind of, they, they kind of do that, but a little bit differently. It almost, it was on a cruise ship at one point. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more cruise shipping where they kind of, they mash up these John Hughes movies. It's John Hughes based. Yep. And they mash it up, these characters. It's got the five characters, basically, the five stereotypes from The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. But then they also kind of then become Lloyd Dobler from Say Anything. They become uh, people from uh, 16 Candles and right. so on and so forth. And then they do, but they do these songs live. The band is great. And mm-hmm. these singers, the five people are just, no, they're sick because there's the principal. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the principal is phenomenal. Uh-huh. That's, uh, they're all great. Yeah. They're all anywhere from great to phenomenal huh. like there's not a clunker in the bunch these where? are talented talented people where is this it is at the lime hotel in koreatown okay they oh. have some weird speakeasy type uh huh. uh bar huh. and so the bar lowers and becomes a stage oh my god it is it is the, it's That's crazy cool. like when we got in danielle got us the quote-unquote vip seats mm-hmm. and the guy kept bringing us to where we're going and danielle even said she goes in a way that Danielle never kind of does. She's she's like, you know what? We bought VIP seats. These And the guy's like, no, these, these are them. And she's like, I, I I don't believe it is. And he's like, no, no, you're, you're fine. And then it turns out we're in the front row. Right. Because the, the, stage because, appears because the bar lowers. <laughs> yeah. But at first it's like, well, why are we in the uh, the waitress station? Right. Like this seems, yeah. <laughs> this seems like it sucks. Did Oliver go with you? Uh, not allowed. Huh. Uh, he would have had he. Yeah. Uh, um, and it is. It is nothing but 75 minutes of joy. It is. That's amazing. Uh, so if you're in L.A. and it's still playing, I recommend seeing it. It is mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, uh, yesterday, uh, and I'll circle back to Saturday in a moment, but uh, yesterday uh, they had a whole day planned that uh, Elliot and I have something in common over the weekend. We mm-hmm. both really? did the same thing over the weekend. Uh, you played that board game about Jaws? Played Jaws, the board oh. game. Uh, that was my <laughs> gift. Um, that's awesome and uh, so oliver we watched jaws mm-hmm. that oh. was uh wow. that was part of the day yeah um which i will say that that as is that movie can be released today and you'd still go god damn it that's one of the best movies ever made mm-hmm. it is there's only a few times where the shark looks phony yeah but uh, you know I, I was telling oliver and danielle that when i saw that you know not a single person in the 70s at least in my circle was going or or what I would hear on talk radio or anything yeah. would, would not not one person would go it's great but the shark looks a little fake like we all yeah. we all were frightened by it eating quint like it's I think I don't think it looks I, I only think it looks weird if you take it if you just take it out of context and just watch one thing looking for it to be fake yes I think when you're caught up in the movie you don't think about that whatsoever. You don't at all. Even by modern standards, you just you just watching the movie. You're engrossed in yeah. what's happening. I mean, I would love to see what they. I, and by the way, when I say love, if they, they should not remake this movie, but yeah. it would be interesting. I mean, I guess we do see that with, with these other movies, Forty Seven Meters Below, Below and so yeah. on and so forth. But uh, it's flawless. 
And then we went to a, a delicious meal uh, where I had a great filet mignon. Hmm. And uh, so it was a nice day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did that for my birthday. That it was, So it was kind of a twofer, the Friday and then the Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Saturday I had a show at the Improv, which uh, Story Smash with our friend Christine Blackburn, mm-hmm. which was a heck of a lot of fun. And um, so funny uh, with that is the show starts at 7 mm-hmm. and goes to 8. And it usually, because they have other shows, uh, Christine has to keep it right on time. Mm-hmm. So it's got to go from seven to eight. And I was going to see Chicago at the Greek after. Oh. And Chicago starts at 7.30. Oh, boy. So it's like, you know, I'm going to miss the beginning. Uh, I'll get there when I get there, and it'll be great. And, you know, Peter Pardini was kind enough to supply me with a backstage pass. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I get there, and Christine goes, says uh hey they just told us they're, they're gonna hold until 7 15. like oh damn it and then she says and they want us to go to 8 40 um because uh, david spade's gonna come in and do a set and they want the audience to mm-hmm. to be here mm-hmm. and um i'm like okay and i'm like i i thought we'd be done at eight mm-hmm. which is why i said yes to this particular date right i also forgot it was the day after kong mm-hmm. uh and uh we ended up stop ending at eight thirty, which ended up being okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, got in my car, raced the Greek, got there during intermission. Oh. so I got to see the entire second half of the show. Mm, that's nice. Um, and then uh, hung out backstage, mm-hmm. which was very very nice, and um, got to speak with uh, Lou Pardini, uh, you know P- uh, Peter's uh, uncle, which mm-hmm. is you know how this whole thing began. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Lee Lockney and the trumpet player, and then of course here he comes. <laughs> Uh, Pankow? Jimmy Pankow comes over and I'm talking to Lee at that point and and then Jimmy looks at me and he goes uh, he goes hey <laughs> and I go hey Jimmy Jimmy he goes I know who you are and uh, <laughs> and then we just we talked for about five minutes mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, when it was time for me to, to leave and um, uh, I said well it was great seeing you again and uh, he said get in here gives me a hug <laughs> and we leave and I admittedly the 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 16 year old Jimmy Pardo walking yeah. from there to my car yeah. was like over and over in my head going, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you, are you kidding? Yeah. Is, is, am I now on a relationship and, and I'm not in a relationship right. anyway, but is it where Jimmy Pankow <laughs> is hugs, hugging me? Hugs it out with you. I mean, it's like, I, I, I am not taking any, any sick, anything that's happened in my career I don't take any of it for granted, mm-hmm. but I'm not taking it because a lot of people hang out with famous people. That's what happens. Yeah. And we do on this show and mm-hmm. we do in live shows and we do it. It's like it does not go unappreciated. Yeah. Unappreciated. Like I was like, this is the, the are crazy. you fucking kidding? Like, yeah, because just that day, my friend Gary and I were talking on about how we went to see Chicago at um Chicago Fest in 81 together. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about it because uh, he had just seen the documentary. Mm-hmm. And um, and going back and forth and back and forth. And it's just like, you know, but who would have known as we were doing that that day that that night I'd be hugging Jimmy Peck. Like, that's just right. craziness. I know. I know I'm talking in circles, but it was like, it's just exciting. Um, I know that's ridiculous. I, I no, exciting, it, it, but, I mean, that's not that many people get to sort of have their childhood dream of like the thing that they love the most I know. growing up becomes 
part of their life in a personal way it was, it's, it's incredible and also for the for that person to be present right you know what i mean like when steve martin was present and again I, i'm dropping names and i yeah. sound like that asshole that's not the point right. it's to show the appreciation right. of when steve martin was present with oliver yeah like good good yeah it wasn't you know uh you know when i met michael madsen and he was a dickhead <laughs> you know and again i thought i was doing it for mike schmidt that's rough because um, you you also grew up loving Michael Madsen. You know I love Michael Madsen. You know I love Virginia Madsen. The whole <laughs> Madsen, Madsen family. family. It's like <laughs> well, you, they're from Chicago. And you were like, why? Why couldn't I have been born into that family? Like, if only I could be right? like a some like a cousin. Yeah. And just have some sort of. And then so for him to and be. And then I made him dismissive. He treats me like a redheaded stepchild. Oh, <laughs> the worst thing a person can be. The worst. <laughs> uh, but had a great time. Great. Uh, it was a very busy, great weekend. Birthday week. Nice. And Zoe had her big show over the weekend. She yep. had Mary Poppins. Yep. And uh, she played the character Jane. Is that the character? Yeah. Name? She played the daughter. Which in the in the Broadway, this is this was like a children's condensed version of the Broadway version of Mary Poppins, which I don't remember happening. I think it was. Uh, I think it opened in London in 2004 and then closed in London in 2004. <laughs> no, no, it came to Broadway. Oh, did it? And they uh, they and it came to Los Angeles as well. And then oh, wow. the cast I was totally was uh, the cast came on the Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Ah, and it was great. Yeah. So, but my, I only bring that up because it's different. Than, the plot is very different than the movie, and, oh. and the kids are have, they're bigger parts basically because they, they sort of had to. F- flesh it out a little bit i guess for the stage and so yeah she had like uh you know there's there's mary poppins bert uh the dad uh and, and these are all children playing these roles yes yeah and then zoe and and is and it an older kid i apologize for is it an older kid playing mary poppins and yeah okay yeah and, there's and, like an eighth grader playing mary poppins and uh i don't the kid playing the dad was like maybe seventh grade or something is there uh, some sort of a um harness does she fly <laughs> no they have a the back of wall of the stage is a big screen and they do uh, and there's like the backdrop you know they project different backdrops for different scenes so like mm-hmm. this is the nursery this is the you know the park and so and then there's a a silhouette a mary poppins silhouette that flies oh, great. through the the backdrop you know the projection with her umbrella so that's how they handle that yeah and the and the kite scene too they do that with the kites but but mostly it's just very straightforward simple children's production but it was great they all did great she was great and obviously i would say that because i'm her dad but but everybody was uh, very you know like oh my god zoe's so great and uh and it's a lot to do in three weeks they put together a whole show there's songs there's like a theater camp yeah 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 um intensive it's an intensive it is and there's two casts because there's like 30 kids in the camp so friday and saturday friday night saturday matinee is one cast so she's in the ensemble for those two shows mm-hmm. and then saturday night sunday matinee she's in that role and there's a whole new there's different people in all the lead roles except for the dad because there's not that many boys in the camp so the dad did the dad role and bert did the bert role for mm-hmm. all four shows but anyway yeah it was it was fantastic she was she was uh really happy with how it all went obviously she's a perfectionist so she's like well i you know i just i dropped this line but uh you know if this guy covered it so it's like no i didn't notice any of that <laughs> it seemed fine um but yeah it was it was awesome that's the live theater it is lines are gonna be dropped lines are gonna be added yeah Sometimes very, you'll do. Very rarely does that happen. <laughs> well, you, you could maybe just uh, improvise something. I walked off to the side, starts doing a monologue, like in Wipeout with a guy, or not Wipeout, a Whiplash. Yeah. Uh, how great would that be if you went to see a play and a guy just snaps and just starts doing a monologue <laughs> in the middle of it? You're like, what the I f is going it. on? Yeah. I imagine that's happened at some point, but well, probably. Um, 
Right? I imagine everything's happened at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, isn't the, I don't know exactly what the deal is, but that the play that goes wrong, isn't that the premise is something, something gets screwed up and then there's like a whole, the plot goes into like what happens when the play gets screwed up. You know, I don't know. And that, that's that, playing that, right now. That's playing right now here in yeah. town. Yeah. I've never uh, seen it. No and apparently way. the, uh, from what I'm uh, gathering on Facebook and I'm piecing, I'm only piecing things together. The gentleman, Greg Liana, who wrote the original Meet the Parents, mm-hmm. that uh, then ended up uh, you know, becoming a movie. Yep. The original independent film, which was with Emo Phillips and some other uh, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy uh, kind of wrote the same thing. Oh. And so uh, huh. there's some uh, hubbub on the internet about how okay. the, pl- what's it called, please? The play that goes wrong. The play that goes wrong. Apparently there is a, another version of that from decades ago. Oh, wow. Oh, and it was that, produced. That predates huh. this. And so now there's a. Wow, this guy can't stop making the thing before the thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he got paid for right. the parents. Sure, he saw, sure. and, as did Emo Phillips, I believe, because I think they co- uh-huh. I think it's one of those, when they say they co-wrote, I want to say that maybe Greg wrote 99% and Nemo wrote 1%, right. but it was. But he's the uh, name. Yeah, at, at least at that time it was. Right. Uh, and the original, by the way, if, if you ever get a chance to see the original one with, that Greg made, it's really, really good. How do you find that? I don't know. I've, you've told, I never knew that that existed until you told me about it years ago, and. I'd love to see it. Maybe it's on YouTube. I, I really. I mean, I really, maybe maybe not though because he sold the rights. Or what's whatever. it called? Is it also called Meet the Parents? The first ever National Lampoon made-for-video movie in the history of the world. Meet the Parents. Oh. Oh, so it was a National Lampoon production. Yeah, well, I didn't. Huh. I, boy, I didn't know it was that. Uh, uh, that so high. is it on any? Is it available on DVD or streaming or anything? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Is it called National Lampoons Meet the Parents? It just doesn't meet the parents. Huh. What's that website? Can I stream it? Yeah, stream it. That site doesn't fucking work, man. Which one? Can I stream it? I feel like so often I try to use it and it's like. It's you, just... you know what's funny? Oliver just said that very thing yesterday because uh. we were trying to see if. Uh, oh, I wanted to know what we were uh, streaming. And then Danielle said, I'll look it up. And Oliver's like, it doesn't. That, that site doesn't work. That yeah. site's worthless. Well, I, I don't know how they keep it updated like who's working like what how do they pay for you know if you had like an army of people uh keeping it updated all the time right you'd have to pay them you might be able to spider some of that yeah i think it just maybe i think it just searches all these different sites when you do the search it's like kayak for movies yeah it's actually not working (laughs) it's like trivago told you it doesn't work it has a nice belt yeah sometimes it doesn't even load yeah, that's what's happening right now. Oh, you guys more, are missing. You're missing there, an icing. There's more than that happening there's a right sol- now. There's, there's a solid icing. I know your chair, you're a little higher up now, but... Uh, oh, I, speaking of his higher up chair, yeah? I guess the, the Earwolf people don't know that uh, we got new chairs. So now now Garen is, is higher up. But I, when I was looking at the video last night for the first episode with the new chairs, yeah. and I'm sure Elliot already knows this, because Garen is now six inches higher, uh-huh. his his shot now has your face hovering oh. over oh. your shoulder <laughs> from that picture. All right, so we may have to... Uh... No, actually, I think it's no. perfect. It's, yeah. It was a good little snaky, little... Uh... Yeah. Just just know that Jimmy Jimmy's well, looking over you. It lets you know whose room it is. Yeah. That's very important. Anytime it shoots to Garen, don't be distracted. Remember, you're still you're still watching Never Not Funny. This is still Daddy's Dojo. Yeah, and I'm not going to play games. Uh, you can get it on Apple for nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. There I go. might do that. It it's. Uh, I remember thinking it was terrific, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I thought I think that when Ben Stiller ended up doing it, I thought that that like first that. one was terrific yeah, too. Yeah, it is great. Um, uh, uh, hoo, hoo, hee, hee, scratch. <laughs> 
I was uh, itching a scratch or scratching an itch. You decide. Hmm. To yourself. Hmm. To yourself. <laughs> um, uh, well, there's one of them's correct and the other one isn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to choose the correct one. Well, that's, your, that's up to you. you decide what you, uh, how you want to work it. Right. You know, that's your choice. We, we, all, we all make choices in this world. That's mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Done. All right. Well, I'm going to go back to my lonely bed tonight. <laughs> okay, I'm sure I'm, I'm go like, see some movies. You got uh, all this time to. Well, you do that anyway, I guess, in your life. But so it's not that exciting. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, we got. You know, there's other stuff going on in my life where, like, I think this four days. It's like I was like, I got four days to do whatever I want. But it's like there's still mm-hmm. life. You know, there's still the. You can't go see a movie. <laughs> there might be. There might be some time to see a motion picture. Mm-hmm. Might I might see one today to avoid traffic going home. Mm-hmm. That might be uh, how I handle that. Might mm-hmm. go over here to the Arclight Sherman Oaks. Yeah, I might. I'll tell you one thing. No about, promises. Uh, I'm not going to say. Well, we can get into the movie too, but I don't want to talk about it if you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood. I'm not seen it. If you go to Sherman Oaks Ar- Arclight. One of the theaters is showing a 35 millimeter print of it instead of digital. And the only reason that's interesting is because studios don't make trailers in 35 millimeter anymore. So if you go to that one, no trailers, zero trailers. You got to you got to be there right on time. No, they actually started at five minutes late, probably assuming everyone would think there would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, But I was like, oh, huh. This is cool. Just seeing a movie. Interesting. Don't you I, look? I, I I don't care for trailers. They yeah. uh, they they bore me to tears. You kind of like At the like same it, time, you kind of need that little ramp up. I also don't always hate them. Like sometimes it's annoying, and sometimes I'm like, it's fun. Like there's an art to them, and when you see a good one, it's kind of fun to see a good trailer. Yeah, but we've uh, talked about it on this very show before. Like when I was a kid, if there were nine trailers, I was the happiest kid in the world. Right now, if there's more than one, uh, let let's go. Yeah. I also I also like it when it, like I don't like going to movie theaters because I don't like being around other people if I don't have to be. But uh, it one of the good things about that is if there's a really bad dumb trailer and somebody just calls it out. Mm, like that they, is they, fun. They're, yes. they're just so. Why is this happening? Like that's yeah. yeah. Even just like an involuntary like the trailer ends and you just hear one person go pop. <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> Which would uh, be Jimmy. Yeah. Which would be me. Well, a blurt laugh is your style. Uh, that is my style. <laughs> a blurt laugh is your Well, I did say the, when we saw The Wedding Singer, mm-hmm. which ends up being a great movie, but that trailer looked... It? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very, I like very much. The Wedding Singer. Uh, but the trailer makes it look awful because the trailer ends with the grandma rapping. Yes. Oh, and yeah. we is were it? seeing... In fact, we were seeing Boogie Nights. It was uh, Gil Martin, Carla Felicia, uh, Pete Schwab and myself, and I maybe Mike Siegel or Jimmy Dore. I forget which the fifth person was. But... The audience was going crazy at the grandma rapping, which Ugh. if you're in comedy and I'm, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but yeah. if you're in comedy, you've seen that and it's old. Yes. Even then it was old. Of course. And I just yeah. went and I went and I meant to kind of whisper it to Schwaba, but I, I think I said, I went one to see, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, Schwaba would be like one to see, huh? And the place went, you know, they, I, it, very nice. I got a nice laugh out of the entire room. Well, not at the entire room. I'm sure some people that were wondering why I was being sarcastic about something that just, or they, they didn't just understand. They understand, didn't understand sarcasm, yeah. and they're like, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, it is one, one to see. see. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, sir. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I ended up uh, enjoying that movie. I just remember thinking it was so, pl- like, just pandering to 80s nostalgia in a well, way that I didn't know. Who are you talking to? I know, I but to I, see I, the I, Pack Friday. I, I actually thought you would not like it for that reason, that it was like, that you, like, that's like almost uh, too on the nose on that, in that respect. You know what? I, uh, at least at that time in my life, I liked it. Yeah. I, uh, 
uh, I also was coming from a place of I liked the really silly, absurd Adam Sandler. And I, and that to me felt just too much like a this isn't this doesn't have any weirdness or any like actual the kind of comedy I want out of him. It's mm-hmm. just got like very obvious reference jokes and mm-hmm. that's all that seems like all it was like hey look at his hair haha ha. he's always wearing a blazer I, I don't disagree with any of that uh, but i think uh, for me it was the opposite of that it was like i welcomed that yeah it wasn't. You, you didn't like billy madison or any of that stuff so i didn't dislike billy madison or happy gilmore mm-hmm. didn't dislike them but i did not have yeah interest in the other ones but i don't think did those come what was was this his third i think uh, there might have been one between happy gilmore and I think I didn't like him on Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, so, like, uh, he did make a really dumb movie with Damon Wayans that was awful. Bullet, oh, bulletproof. Bulletproof. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. It wasn't. It was like sort of more of a cop buddy action mm-hmm. comedy, I guess. Billy but. Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof, Wedding Singer. Oh, okay. Waterboy, Big Daddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then it got. Then it, then it was please. Oh God, Waterboy. Push Jimmy Pardo away from the movie theater. <laughs> I actually. I actually did like Waterboy. Really? I was not I was not uh, that interested in the first two. Yeah. Like, and I and, and I realized Waterboy was the one that realized. <laughs> That's the one that got you I, hooked you in. I I did laugh at it. I like Wedding Singer better. Do you think there was a there was two camps in that era that it was Chris Farley fans and then it was Adam Sandler fans? I was a fan of both. I I would see every Chris Farley well, there was only a couple. Yeah, there weren't that many. And I was, I was slightly disinterested in both. So I mean, talk about diminishing returns, though. Like that to me, Tommy Boy was like a classic, and then the next one out, Black Sheep, was markedly worse. And then that one, Beverly Hills Ninja, was atrocious. <laughs> yeah. What else was there? Uh, wasn't he in a western? Oh, the one that came out posthumously. I yeah. Think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just the same with John. John Candy, Candy was also bizarre. in a western yeah. that yes. he released. Pos- and yeah. that thing was awful wagons east wagons Wagons east East. i don't know if i saw that but i did see the one with chris farley which was yeah it was like a was it matthew perry wasn't it like a yeah 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 and it was um lewis and clark right weren't they playing lewis and clark or something i think they were playing or the other guys that's what it was like lewis and clark did this and here were the other guys yeah sort of i mean it is they just remembering the movie, I, I can't get it. It's like I can't. No, again, un- the funny not, premise. Yes, I know. But Executed. once you see what they did with it, it's hard to even give the premise credit. credit. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Uh, all right, let's check the mail. Oh, okay. The mail is here. The mail is here. Right. The mail is here. raised it or I don't know. 69. Yep, it's up, my brother. The mail is Mm, good premise all right uh yeah you know I, now that i see who this is from this is uh, i'm not 100 percent sure this is for on is air. this not on air yeah well, there's it, there's more mail if this one doesn't pan yeah out. that's not for on air either oh. that's not uh so there's really What's going on here uh let me uh i'm gonna put this up like this so the camera doesn't see it i guess i guess any What's flat light? on that that's ah, right there uh, uh to jimmy or whoever open or whoever whomever opens his mail. Um, maybe the letter will give us a fucking yeah. idiot. Send it back. <laughs> I just don't know how to open up an envelope. Envelope doesn't work. Uh, I just said envelope like I'm a rich asshole. Battle bats. 
<laughs> oh, that guy did send a shorter version of it, which I oh. e- I just emailed you. Oh, all right. Uh, Steve, I want to say Stephen Johnson. Is that his name? I'll I'll have a look. I don't like connecting this iPad to the internet too often. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, that's a different guy. Uh, all right. Take away the mail. We're not. No. The mail is no longer here. Tom Johnson. Who's Stephen Johnson? That's another. Fan. Oh, Stephen Johnson is the guy that runs the number one funny fantasy right. baseball league. This is Tom Johnson. He wanted everybody to know. Oh, the door's ringing. This is our guest is here, Garen. If you want to cut him off at the pass. Um, Look at the way he springs out of that chair now. Right? He's not stuck back in there with his spine going into the cushion. Tom Johnson wanted to let us know that he's playing guitar in D Mills and the Thrills, which is a hip hop uh, live band, I guess. And the Johnson Family Band, which I think is uh, very different. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, it's Tom Johnson, like. and we uh, wish him a lot of luck. Bluegrass. As we do. Scott Ackman has just joined us. Garen's going to go get him a delicious filtered water mm-hmm. right out of the, uh, the the kitchen here at, uh, at uh, Never Not Funny Central. Um, I got a chance to see the uh, the old sofa on my walk in today. Oh, it's still there. It's I know. It's still there. It's still there. What a bummer that that. Uh, I think we have to call. Well, I, we do. We I do. tried using the app for three one one, and it kept saying it wouldn't connect, so I I couldn't uh, submit it. I was going to submit it. Oh, yeah, we. I, 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 I obviously very erroneously to use that word for the second time. I thought that that thing would be gone within minutes. Yeah, and you said as you mentioned, just the legs were taken. Yeah. Very sad. Weird. Um, it's weird, but now it feels bad because it's like it, basically we've littered. We have. That's a yeah. that's extreme littering. You put <laughs> right. an entire couch in the alley. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just want it to be known that I have attempted to try to get the city. All right. To so pick at least it one up. of us has. Yeah. But we'll do it uh, as soon as this show's over. We'll we call do, somebody. Yeah. We'll just we, or call or, or just move it to another alley. <laughs> I just don't want to fucking see it. It's <laughs> an eyesore that my studio should not have to uh, put up with. I think we should like. Pick it up, carry it to a dumpster, and put it on top of the dumpster. <laughs> and it actually See, probably would have fit in this dumpster. Yeah. Mm, well, if it was empty, I guess we could we could have stuck it in. Yeah. Top ways. I think it would, uh, would have. All right, Scott Ackerman is here. Garen Cockrell. What are you doing? Yeah. See you playing with the, the. Yeah, I'm trying to get the thing that got sent to me. What are you trying to? Oh, oh so you're not sorry, you're not looking to play something currently? N- no. You want me to play something? No, I can't. Th- I, I, that's why I was curious. Like, oh, what no. exciting new thing do you have? No. There we go with the straw, right, Garen? That's the way to do it. Watch yourself now. That chair's higher than it was. <laughs> Safety first. Um, all right, Garen Cockrell is here. Uh, Scott Ackerman is joining us. Scott's taking time away from the, the comedy Bang Bang, which I am, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, was it on the air? You did mention on the air, yes. That you're no, on. I did not mention it on the oh, air. Oh, it was off the air. It was off the air. You're right, you're right. That I am on. Uh, I this just don't know the difference anymore. <laughs> life is comedy. Comedy is life. I'm on a very funny, and I said it off the air, and I'll say it on the air. And I've been on many a comedy bang bang over the years. My favorite time ever. Wow, had a great time. Had a great time. The two guests were terrific, and uh, Scott uh, was uh, terrific, and uh, I felt welcomed at the Airwolf Studios, and I enjoyed myself. Great. Uh, that's uh, my point. Uh, Scott Ackerman is here. Hello, Scott. Hello. Uh, Paper straw. Huh? <laughs> we care about the environment here, I Scott. I brought my Trump plastic one. Well, then, you know, you could always uh, unscrew the lid and uh, just drink it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I see. Look at that. Now, that's part of the fun. For the, you'll see a comedy bang bang. That kind of physical comedy is what they're doing over there on the radio show. What's that? That's what we're known for. That's what you're known for. You're physical. You're like the Edgar Bergen of podcasting. Uh, he was a ventriloquist what? on the radio. Oh. You see what I'm saying? On the radio. Mm hmm. It's also in the Muppet movie. The original Muppet movie. Yeah, uh, Danielle oh. uh, told me that. He's an original Muppet movie. Uh, Kermit. <laughs> no. 
No, he's not Kermit. No, no Scott. I'm saying so is Kermit. Oh, so oh, so is Kermit. Yeah, yeah. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. I haven't seen it, so I'll just take your word for it. He has a small Fozzie. part. Pardon? Fozzie Bear made a cameo. Oh, again, I don't, I, uh, I don't know. My wife and son saw it last week. You've, it, you've literally never seen it, or you're kidding? I saw it uh, ages ago yeah. in, in passing. When you drove by a drive, uh, drive-in theater. <laughs> yeah. What is that, Muppets? Uh, uh, it does have a great line in there that I enjoy, that I, that I I do think is one of the great lines in movie history, is when they paint the tour bus. Mm-hmm. And and I think it is, maybe it's the second one, I'm not sure. But what, one of the characters says, uh, I don't know how to thank you. And Kermit goes, I don't know why to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great, yeah. great line. Uh, all right, Scott Arkham is here. We'll be back. Hey, uh, Everlane is a company that is uh, we talked about in the past. We're mm. going to talk about it again today. We are. Why would you buy a T-shirt for fifty dollars, idiot? <laughs> God, why would you do that, man? You really put me. In why the, would you in do the, that? In the crosshairs with this. You don't only cost seven dollars to make it. Yeah, I'm stupid. Well, I wouldn't do that. And with Everlane, I don't have to. I will never overpay for quality clothes with Everlane. Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. I will tell you, while I'm not wearing an Everlane right now, I have uh, one of my favorite t-shirts, and I have a drawer full of favorite t-shirts. Yeah. One of them is this beautiful blue that I have from Everlane, and it is it's, it, it drapes on me beautifully. They're, they're, yeah, their shirts are great. Their pants are great. They're, they're doing it right over there. Well, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Uh, they want you to know what you're paying for and why. They tell you the real costs and are radically transparent about every step of the process. I like that. I like knowing that uh, I don't have to feel bad about uh, who made these clothes or where they came from. Well, they're made in ethical factories. Yeah. So uh, be proud to wear your Everlane. Uh, no matter what your style of preference is, you and I both wear similar clothing, but we have our own styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer because Everlane sells directly to you. Their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. They've got a, uh, this, this might be what I was just talking about. They have an essential cotton crew t-shirt. It's a. It's made exactly what you're hoping it would be. <laughs> I. I mean, I've can tell you it's like the mo- some of the most comfortable t-shirts I've ever worn are, are Everline. Like they're just they just fit nicely. They feel good on your body. They make you feel like you're getting a hug from a shirt. Well, here's why: it's versatile, it's simple, it's stylish, and it's made from quality materials. Uh, they got shoes that are Italian made. They got outerwear that are made from recycled water bottles. That's cool. They've got perfectly fit uh uh silks that they use yeah <laughs> perfectly fit silks maybe misspoken so the silkworms are working out of the gym is that <laughs> what's happening these are very fit silkworms <laughs> yes uh they got japanese denim you know your better denim comes from the japanese i do know that actually salvage denim is is often uh the the, the best stuff is always from from japan all right right now yep you can uh, check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash pardo uh, that is Everlane, E-V-E-R-L-A-N-E dot com slash Pardo, and you will get free shipping on your first order. Mm-hmm. That is Everlane.com slash Pardo to get free shipping on your first order. Everlane.com slash Pardo. Everlane. Better way to dress. Hey, Matt. Hey, Jimmy. On season one of Never Not Funny, you, me, and Mike Schmidt, the three of us, yeah. you, Mike Schmidt, and I talked about that. There we go. I yeah. like that better. Uh, we talked about uh, shaving the private area. Yes. Right? Matt, uh, you, I believe you and Mike thought I was bananas for doing so. Yeah, I, I keep it freaky down there. I, I, you still keep it freaky to this day. Yeah, I, I like to, you know, I like to let my freak flag fly in the, in the lower well, region. Well, I'm going to ask you, and so are the fine folks at Manscaped, mm-hmm. for you to knock it off. Okay. Manscaped, uh, 
they're going to hold you accountable to get rid of that funk and shave your junk. Mm-hmm. Their words, not mine. Yep. Although I liked it. Hey, time to ruin the funk and shave your junk. I'll, I'll do the first part. I very much, I've been. I've, but wait, sh- shaving is going to help with that. You think? Yes. Okay. I, yes. guess, I guess that makes sense. It would cool it down a little, the less hair. It's like uh, less You're telling insulation. me you've never shaved down there in your life. Never. Shave it. Uh, it seems. That's where the funk is coming from. Well, the, when I say funk, I mean, it's just, it gets too warm. Right. Yeah. Cool it down. Cool it off. New addition, this thing, man. Yeah, take a, yeah, just uh, buzz it and uh, fuzz it. You know who, you know who does it? <laughs> who? Uh, Bobby? Ricky? Ronnie? Ricky? And Mike? Mike. Well, if I love the fuzz, who cares who you like? <laughs> they shave their balls, who cares who you like? <laughs> Manscaped is the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Yeah. Right? Listen, I, I do it on a regular basis. I, I, I shave it down there with both a trimmer and a scissor. And one time with a scissor many, many years ago, I uh, sliced my scrotum a little bit. Oh, God. And you want to know pain? That's pain, buddy. Oh, boy. Not so with Manscaped. Well, they have their own clippers. Maybe you should use those. They're designed just for your balls. Well, they are forever changing the grooming game, Matt, with what you just talked about. The Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. Perfect tools. It comes with, Here's what it comes with. The improved lawnmower 3.0. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other f- liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Yeah. So what you do is you shave down there, then you you you, you soak it up with these uh, lotions. I've already made use of the, the I think they call it the crop uh, protector. Crop, uh, what does it say it there? Uh, crop preserver. Crop preserver, which is fantastic. This is what I've been wanting my whole life, which is just something, I don't want to get too graphic, but I, I, need, I need some... Uh, deodorant and moisturizing I'm, in that I'm area. Not, I'm not effing around anymore. Shave it a little bit. <laughs> trim it down there. Right. And you won't be as fungusy. Yeah. You're full of fungus. It's not the fungus. It's just, it's... Well, Trust me, it's about it the is. fungus. Okay. It is sweaty down there and your the sweat stays because right, you got but, all that hair down there. Yeah, but the... Shave it! But Manscape this, it! But the, the cream, I've so I've used the cream and it's fantastic. Well, it's, imagine it, now with smooth balls, <laughs> that cream is going to go on nicer and last longer. Okay. Now listen. Let's not forget about that crop preserver. It's an anti-shaving ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant in your armpits, right? So why not Why not put it on the smelliest part of your body? Yeah. That stinky area of yours. I mean, Mine I don't know about fresh smell. I just know that it's it's it gets uncomfortable to, to be sitting or walking. Trust me, it smells. Okay. What, were you, what, well, you said that in a weird way. I right? once bent down to tie my shoe <laughs> near you, and I was like, this son of a bitch isn't shaving. Dear Lord. Uh, they got that blade that Matt talked about. Uh, now, here's the package. Mm-hmm. You purchase the new Perfect Package 3.0 kit at manscaped.com, mm-hmm. and you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. Subscribers get new replacement blade refills for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, mm. right? Uh, so you're weed whacking down there, and that's going to get a little uh, dull, that right. blade. Over time, sure. Three months later, here comes a fresh blade, mm. fresh balls. <laughs> Make sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean for a limited time. Subscribers get not one, but two free gifts. Okay. You get the Shed Travel Bag. That's a $39 value. Mm-hmm. And the patented high-performance anti-chafing manscaped boxer briefs. Nice. Right? You get some underpants, and you get the travel kit. Yep. This is the perfect package for your perfect package. Their words, not mine. <laughs> get 20% off and free shipping by using the code... Funny. Funny. Yes. At manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, and then at checkout, use the code FUNNY, and uh, you're going to do yourself a favor, and you always have the right tools for the job. Now, here's a, to add a little more joy to that, as I said, you get 20% off and free shipping 
with the code funny at manscaped.com. 20% off at manscaped.com. Use the code funny. Your partner, your body, and your balls will thank you. Manscaped. Better way to shave down there, partner. <laughs> well, credit card bills, huh? Oh, bills, bills, bills. The Destiny's Child ladies told us that. Every month you get them. Mm-hmm. Multiple payments, multiple due dates, a lot of bullshit. Hey, hey, take it easy, man. It's going to be okay. It would just be easier if I had just one payment at a lower rate. I think I can help you with that. Yeah, how would you do that? I, that sounds ridiculously impossible. Have you ever heard of something called Lightstream? Yes, I have, Matt. In fact, let me tell you a little bit about it. Okay. You can do what we just suggested that I couldn't do. <laughs> Consolidate all your credit yes. cards into one low payment. Uh, with a credit card consolidation loan from our friends at Lightstream. Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as 5.95% APR. That is with auto pay. Yeah. Now, there's, now Matt, auto pay means it automatically will pay it for you. It does not mean that your car has to pay the bill. That would be ridiculous unless you drive the Night Industries 2000, which is Kit. Okay. He's um, a sentient car who may have the ability to pay. Can things. he write checks? Can he cut a check? Well, he could probably like do a, an ET. What is a, a, the electronic transfer? ETF? ETF? EFT, electronic fund transfer. EFT. Yeah, I mean, he's he's all hooked. He's hooked into the computers. He's into the mainframe. I see. All right. Well, listen, uh, the rate is fixed. So just before. So if you don't own kit, then you. So my car. Your car can't do it. My auto is not paying. I know it has. It probably has like the uh, thing where you plug your phone in. I do have an ICM. Yeah. The what what is that called? Uh, The uh, CarPlay. CarPlay interface. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that that won't pay your bills. Uh, Only Lightstream. Well, the rate is fixed. It'll never go up over the life of the loan. Uh, you can get a loan from five thousand to one hundred thousand dollars. That's with a lot no of cheddar, fees. buddy. Cheddar. Uh, you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightstream's the way to go on this. Let's tighten the belt. Let's save you some money. The yeah. way to do that, Matt. Lightstream. Now, for never not funny listeners, apply right now. To get a special interest rate discount, the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash pardo. That is lightstream.com slash pardo. Let me spell it out for you dummies. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash pardo. P-A-R-D-O. Subject, of course, to credit approval. Rate includes a 0.50 auto pay discount. No, there's that auto pay again. Does that mean I get... No, the car isn't doing it. The car it isn't just, doing it. Just, honestly, you get a bigger <laughs> discount using AutoPay, and I think AutoPay is great because it's then you don't have to remember everybody. It's just, it just takes care of itself. I remember my car's in the driveway. No, no, no. And it's not about your car. This car's not involved. It's automatic. It stands for automatic. Automatic, not automobile. Right. Now, your automobile may be an automatic, but that is not relevant to this. I don't care for a manual here in Los Angeles. It's no, too, you got uh, it's, it's a lot of... Uh, now, unless you have uh, pedal Achilles tendon, those paddle shifters. I don't have paddle shifters. <laughs> You're not driving an F1 race car. <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. Um, now, listen. You've just clarified that. I think that Lightstream should have clarified that. That is not okay. my automobile. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Offers are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com/slash/pardo for more information. Lightstream. A uh, better way to consolidate your credit card debt. Hey, Matt, before the show even started today, I told these fine people that listen to us, and we thank them. You know we thank them. We always thank them. uh, About Squarespace. Yeah. Now, you know this. I know this. Elliot Hochberg, Uh who may or may not pronounce his last name that way. Probably not. Knows this. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Yeah, it's true. 
If you want to start an online store for your, uh, maybe you knit hats at home uh, in your spare time. Maybe that's your hobby. And you're like, you know what? These hats are too darn good to just leave in a drawer in my house. I'm going to start selling money on the internet. Maybe for the next Women's March, people could uh, sell the, the, those pink hats. There you go. Yeah. Maybe you've got your own march in mind. Maybe your hats are celebrating some other uh, group of uh, you know, I, disenfranchised people. I'm doing the March March. Oh, yeah? March at Mar- in I'm, March? I'm boycotting March. Oh, you're going to go right from February to April? Yeah. And you so, know who's going to love that? Who's that? My son, Charlie, because his birthday is April 25th. Well, that's safe. safe right? Get, <laughs> He's going to get him there a month get earlier. Get there faster. Yeah, I'm going to have a March. Now, it, it will not happen in 2020 because the March will happen. Right. So March will still be there in 2020. So the March is in the month of March? Yes. That's a little confusing. No. Well, well what happens in 2021? It's the March in March. Well, then comes 2021. The March was so successful. You go February 28th, April 1st. Oh, so 1st. it's not going to become an annual event. Oh, no, no. It's a one and done. I think it should be. I think if it succeeds, then the next year you should have a celebratory parade that takes place on February 28th. Oh, in, in remembrance. In, yeah. Of, and you're, so we're, we're marching to celebrate the fact that we don't have to live through March again. Oh, yeah. You're right. The March can be annual. Yeah. But make no mistake, come 2021... Get new calendars, buddy. And this is, I know. March is gone. The next, the first day after March is April 1st, but this is not an April Fool's prank. This is real. No, this is real. We're really doing well, it. What about St. Patrick's Day? We'll find a new date, you drunks. You know what? I, I think we can be done with this, that particular quote unquote holiday. Yeah, well, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> it doesn't well, do any good. What I do agree with is the way to get uh, it out there that this March is happening yes. is to make a website yeah. with Squarespace. Great. Beautiful templates. Created by world-class designers. The ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website yourself. Now, they've got an e-commerce over there. Maybe, you're, like you said, you want to sell something. Yeah. Those hats. I'm going to make some March for March hats. Mm-hmm. March in March. March March against March. It's March mar- March against March. March against well, You're marching against March. But what March. about March Madness? Hey, you know what? You're practicing. <laughs> Sayonara. You. See you later. There's, <laughs> There's a lot nothing of, good is in March. Right? Why, why do we keep clinging to it? <laughs> right? And as, as the old cliche of March comes in like a lion goes out of lamb. You, you, Guess what? Guess what? No lines, no lambs. February's cold. April's great. Boom. Go on, March. Yeah. I can't think of one good thing that happens in March. This is a genius idea we stumbled on. <laughs> Uh, Squarespace is powerful e-commerce. I just told you about everything. What about uh, spring break? Take it in April. Take it in April. Like half the schools in America do anyway. Jerks. Right? Is that it? We covering all the uh, marches? I guess the Oscars. Oh, you almost forgot about the Oscars. No, no, those are bumped to... Uh, those are in February. February now. anyway. Okay, so it doesn't matter. They, they, see, they were ahead of the curve. They knew... They knew this, they knew they this like, was up. we got to get out of March. It's terrible. And to address Elliot's Ides of March, we're supposed to beware of the Ides of March. Yeah. Well, now we don't you even don't have, have to. Be. to. They're gone. Think about how long Caesar would have lived. He'd probably still be here. Right? Yeah. Put your fears away. This is great. We're losing March. Yeah. See you, March. Uh, everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And there's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is also easy. Uh, and you get great... 24-7 award-winning customer support. So you can buy your domain there. You can build mm-hmm. your website there. You can get support any time of day or night there. Yeah. This is the ultimate way to do a website. Why would you do it anywhere else? Head to squarespace.com slash Pardo for a free trial. I'm laughing, by the way, at Sayonara. <laughs> That's what I'm laughing at about uh, uh, March Madness. <laughs> Guess what? Sayonara. <laughs> Head to squarespace.com slash Pardo for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code Pardo. Pardo. Really? The one word you can <laughs> pronounce is your name, you idiot? Use the code PARDO to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash PARDO. Offer code PARDO. Squarespace. See you later, March. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the program. Episode. That's not That's not a good omen. Uh, episode 2425, last episode of the season. Airwolf feed. Mm-hmm. 
last one of the season. Oh, I uh, should mention there will be a uh, there'll be an episode next week. We will be off, but there will be new content for the Earwolf listener next week. New content, new content for them. New to right, them, I yes. see. New to them. If you haven't seen it before, it's or new heard to you. It before it's new to you. That's right. NBC told us that. <laughs> yeah. uh, now, uh, what is that? Now, what is this now? Oh boy. Well, my wife's across the country here, and she's in a rat-infested hellhole. Oh God! And, and uh, hopefully they get out. Of, hopefully they get to Delaware quickly. I don't like the people getting emails on their wrist because it always looks like they're out impatient. of time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just, yeah. It's happened so many times yeah. in my show recently where people are are doing this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, and then I hurry it up, and I'm what? like, okay, you had to go or something. They're like, no, I just got an email that I was. You know what? It, it, I hadn't even thought about that because I've, I've I've observed that too, and and I thought, oh, it, it seems more rude than looking at your phone, and I forgot that people would look at their watch because they want to, like, that yeah. would be rude to do. You mean say, a it seems less rude than looking at your phone? No, I think it seems more rude to look at your wrist than look at your phone. Yeah, he he like made a stink about me doing it when I first got my watch. Uh, was that on the program here? No, no. It was like after the, we had done recording and he was blathering on. I was really <laughs> impatiently trying to leave. And I looked at my watch and he was like, God, that's so rude. I'm like, yes, I want you to stop talking so I can get out of here. And uh, he took it so weirdly. Like, oh, jeez. Yeah, he was acting all put out about it. I don't understand. That sounds like an email saying, will you shut the fuck up? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was trying to type it on oh, the Facebook Stop talking. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm with you. It is very it, like I'm with, with her when you do it over there and you do it, do it. It's like, well, you know what? Part of the problem but is I also think that it's quicker than yes. looking at your phone. It, I think it's less. Maybe I have to reprogram my brain. I but, think we yeah. all culturally are going to have to. But I'll tell you what's why it's bad is because to make the screen turn on, you have to kind of do a slightly. Yes. Exaggerated. Yeah. Exaggerated. Like, <laughs> so it, it, excuse <laughs> me, mister. Yeah, it's very sassy. It's it's not it's, like it's a very subtle, stage play. It's like very. Because <laughs> yeah. look, very if I just do that it, here yeah it's like boom. the 10 is about to arrive. oh no the 10 is about, <laughs> about to, to arrive i don't know that song i thought you- <laughs> it doesn't exist <laughs> you know what nobody does but it's gonna catch on i thought it was from carousel or something uh, you guys love your musicals i don't love carousel i'll tell you that the first musical i ever did and really? you so so you have an affection for it i do although the the story is very problematic but uh yeah i do i was the star keeper I, I, the dude up in heaven who like hung stars up and was like, well, hello, Billy, what are you doing here? You want to go back down to earth or whatever the fuck is it? That's what carousel's about. I didn't know there was <laughs> the dude dies, uh-huh. right? Spoilers. I'm ready. Oh, no. Okay. So dude like is abusive to his girlfriend, Okay, die, but wants to be better for her. She she's pregnant, mm-hmm. right? And he then he goes into Soliloquy, which is the most famous song where he's like, oh, I, you know, it's going to be so awesome having a boy and playing catch with him. And then suddenly he realized, what if it's a girl? And then he's like, my little girl. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that song. Um, yes, I know so then he turns into an old softy and decides that he's going to go get money for her, I guess, by robbing someone down by the docks, I think. Gets stabbed, goes up to heaven. What the hell? And then... Heaven is like, hey, dude, you want to go down and see your, your little girl? And then she's graduating from high school when he goes back down. And then uh, they sing, oh, this is the most famous song, You'll Never Walk Alone. Because uh-huh. she's uh-huh. been fucked up because her father hasn't been there for 18 years. And then the person who in charge of graduation sings that and she's okay, I think. Or maybe he hugs her like a ghost. I can't remember. Wow. Yeah. I always thought like it was like every other musical from that era, which was just about a guy who comes to a town and turns everything right. upside down. <laughs> and goes and parties. 
Yeah. yeah. For a while. He rents yeah. out carousels. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 that's a that's a dark story. It's very you... dark, but it does. It also he's not very sympathetic yeah. through a modern lens. But I think that's what some of the the uh, reboots sort mm-hmm. of address. But and how old were you when you did that? I must. I was four. Yeah, fourteen. So that was a high school production. High school production. Yes. Of carousel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Carousal, as we called it. You called it carousal <laughs> for yeah. humor backstage. Yes, for humorous purposes backstage and otherwise. Oh, I see. But not during the program. <laughs> during the program, I think we may have been uh, disciplined had we said it. <laughs> did I ever tell you about the time where I did a uh, show at community theater, uh, which I will never remember the name of the show at this point? But describe it. Uh, I, uh, I guy can't. comes to town and parties. <laughs> yeah, I cannot remember it, but it was. Uh, this guy, Bob Leonard, was one of the other actors who was a DJ on WGN Radio, WLS Radio. Mm. Myself and one other guy decided it would be very funny if we did Italian accents for this particular <laughs> Great. production. For one performance? For one performance. Oh, okay. Let's do Italian accents. So we're, we come out, hey, how you doing? And we're doing, and we're doing oh, our three geez. characters as Italians. At one point, Bob is like, we're having this conversation. And he says something, and I just blurt laugh. And... At intermission, the director just motherfucks oh. us up and down, and rightfully so. Oh, of course. Like, so unprofessionally. But like, the play was okay, and we thought, right. this thing's a clunker. Let's jazz it up. And do I feel like I did that in one of my high school plays where I came out with, like, a thing of toilet paper stuck to my shoe just to be funny or right. whatever. It's like doing the stuff the night, you know, you learn very quickly that's not it's professional. Wrong. You're Tim yeah. Conway at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, while it's accepted, while yeah. Carol might accept it, others do not. There was a guy where I went to college, or one of the places I went to college, Orange Coast College, and he was a real weird dude for various reasons, but he um, he was the stage manager of a one-act play that a very serious artist wrote, right? And he was in it, this, this very serious guy was in it, and it was all about a waiting room, and obviously it was a waiting room to get into heaven or whatever, you know, and a guy wrestling with, like, do I belong there or whatever? And th- this guy, the weird guy, was uh, the stage manager, but he also... Uh, one of his jobs was to be the voice of the interrogator, like asking them questions. And he had a very strange voice. So he's, and he was doing it very kind of robotically, like, what do you want? What are you doing here? You know? And so the very last night he, he was like jazzed and this school had a reputation for people like improving a lot during shows and doing stuff like that. And so he and his mom was in the crowd and he was just like very. And so people are like, calm down, calm down, <laughs> you know, like everything's OK. So the very last lines of the show were um, this guy over the over the offstage mic saying, how do you feel now? And the main character saying, worthy. And then lights go out, right? And, <laughs> and then standing ovation. Standing ovation, right? Ter- terrible play. <laughs> but so he's like robotic during the entire time, not like his real voice. He's like, how do you feel now? And the guy goes, worthy. And then lights go down and suddenly you hear the hum of the mic going on again. And he's like, uh-oh. And he goes, well, that's great because you got a 10-minute break and then you got to get back to work here. Oh, no. <laughs> Just ruining, ruining like, everything. the whole what? thesis of a bad play, sure. Yeah. But. <laughs> oh, my God. That... Uh uh, just very quickly, uh, they, they the director then made us go back out this again and do it the right way. Oh, really? Which, so, which I you, I felt like yeah, that well, would be even weirder. We've got it. We've already committed. Like, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Like, that's awkward. And I even said, I go. We 
but, we've but maybe already, it was so bad. That I mean, <laughs> like, you know what? You're right. It's one of those things like, this was funny for you three clowns. Right. It was awful to the audience. Yeah, right. Hey, how we doing? <laughs> awful. Yeah, your eyebrows raised at yeah. something Scott said. Well, I just... Be, I, not having known the story eyebrow of Carousel. monitor over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's literally, he's like Kilroy. I, I see the eyebrows. That lets me know he's got some something to input. Um, but uh, not having known the story of Carousel, it now makes me wonder, maybe erroneously, Logan's Run is about death and stuff like that. And, and their thing is Carousel as well, is it not? Am I remembering wrong? That when you, when oh. you, when you hit that age, you then go to Carousel? What? I I do not remember. All, Logan, I spend most of my time masturbating during Logan's. <laughs> Billy Billy worked at a carousel. That's it's not that they they are twenty five no, no, and but, suddenly are all dead. No no no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is I don't know the chronology of those. Is there is there a reason why Logan's run because of that dark story of carousel and it having to do with death and everything? If that's maybe has something to do with why that was called carousel in Logan's run. Oh, I it, I didn't know. I wasn't seeing the connection that it was yeah. called Carousel. Um, the Carousel was in the fifties, and Logan's, Logan's Run was in the seventies. So, 70s, yeah. you know, maybe there's some sort of a maybe there's a little I don't know. homage Nod. to yeah. that because because I, 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 I thought it, up it was the internet. Uh, cool. <laughs> I thought it was just uh, well, it seems sticking out. Book. Okay. At all. <laughs> Words. <laughs> it's also car- C-A-R-R-O-U-S-E-L is what the carousel is spelling in mm. Logan's run. Oh, is it spells something? No, oh. no, it's spelled differently than the play. It it's be. not an acronym. It could be. When did the book come Do out? we know? <laughs> I mean, um, that, that should, would solve all of this. Can we just look this up on whocares.com, please? <laughs> Where is the book? Check, uh, That's the name of the show. <laughs> So if you had had the foresight to call your show, who cares dot com? Man, nineteen sixty seven is where the books is the book. Mm, all right, so that's after. Ooh, baby, uh, so after two I, years before the summer of love. No, but carousels from the fifties, so it yeah. theoretically right. very well could yeah. could be. I mean, maybe I, it, it seems to me like it was more of a a carousel is a fun thing and it was like an iron you know ironic appropriation of like oh right. we're all going to this f- f- car- the, to the carousel yeah more than it's about the play but mm-hmm. i don't know all right well listen we solved it we, nope. solved, we solved nothing <laughs> no. uh but let me check in with garen cockerel he's already over there high on that chair uh pop culture reason info desk sponsored by dog.com now garen went back to uh, michigan over the weekend visit some family how did that go garen i went well went okay you're getting Switch a phone call by the way i know it might be amazon oh what did what, what do they have to say I don't know. Should I answer it? Yeah. I like how you're directly under a picture of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently on camera, it's me Hello? Hello? just kind of poking oh, over okay. his shoulder. Here we go. Oh. Uh, it's pound 1109. Okay. To get into your building? All right. Thank you for that information, well, Gary. Give us the address, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hashtag 1109. Hashtag? Yeah, it's not working. I already tried it. Okay. Oh. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, that was that paid cool. off. That, that, <laughs> that was good. That was the payoff we were hoping for. Now watch that. Now that hashtag is going to start trending because of us. <laughs> hashtag one one zero nine. When your building gets robbed tonight, and make no mistake, I've got I've got to stay in the valley so I don't get caught live? in traffic. I'm going to rob you. Yeah. But we're, are we live? Is it, did that go out? Doesn't matter if it's live. You're not going to change heard the it. code. <laughs> I heard it going out. The one person that matters, and again, that person's me. Mm-hmm. You will be broken into tonight. We we know you have a very fancy television. I know I'm safe because I have dogs. And he uh, won't make that's it past a good point. Oh, that's a great yeah, point. Yeah. I'll die from my my, and, and my, my lungs well. will. We fill. were we were robbed the other day. By wait, the way, wait, and we what? got it all on camera. What? 
Your house. Yeah. All right, well, the uh, uh, there was an Amazon package. Oh, uh, are you getting a porch pirate? We got a porch pirate. Oh, boy. Um, so we were out of town for four days, and the f- the... The the third and fourth day, our friends stayed at the place, but the the first and second day, there was no one there. And the first day, an Amazon package got delivered. And then the second day, a guy came in and, like, skeevily looked around, picked it up, tried the front door. Tried the door? Tried the door. It was not open. So then he, like, took off really quick. But but he took the package. Took the package, yeah. Did you call that? Because that happened to us. We caught him as well. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing creepier than seeing, like, him in the distance on the camera walking and then it's like deciding oh i'm gonna steal that right and then doing that skeevy look yeah, yeah. coming taking it and then going yeah uh, we we, we called amazon and they replaced all the items we, we decided had. to call the police instead um <laughs> no nah, we were it was very important to get these packages <laughs> yeah, amazon's the way to go yeah yeah i, I don't want to be law enforcement into getting my meatloaf album on time <laughs> i'm curious though what does the police what do the police do we gave him the video. Well, I mean, the reason to call is because, like, if it's happening a lot in the right. neighborhood, yeah, then, yeah. you know, people can look out for him. Mm-hmm. Or the, or if they're, like, you know, if they're around the city, there's, you know, a lot of uh, homeless camps and mm-hmm. stuff like that. If they're, you know, going through those. Yeah. Know, stuff like that. What do you mean going through those? You mean, like. If they're, go- if they're in those and they see the guy, you know. Yeah. yeah you know. You know, not enough affordable housing in L.A. Yeah, a lot of people true. voting down. Uh, people don't want uh, affordable housing next to their places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Palms, uh, mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah. didn't you tell us uh, something about that? I'm sure I did. I know that in, in Palms, actually, there was a lot of support for bridge housing, which is what you call it when somebody's trying to get from being homeless. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Oh, there was in Palms. Well, we, we wanted it, but there were other powers that be that decide like there's overlapping jurisdictions and I don't remember the details but we didn't end up getting it even though we said everybody else says we don't want it we would like it mm-hmm. we know it's important and it will help us so please here's some places to do it and then for whatever reason the machinations or the the bureaucracy or whatever it is it didn't end up happening what is palms palms is the area just north of uh, yep. Culver City oh okay that uh, uh, Elliot is on the uh, neighborhood council oh yep. great and it's what's the- your uh, gate code <laughs> Pound one one oh nine. Number sign one one oh nine. One one oh nine. Can you say what was in the, pa- the stolen package, Scott? I don't know. It was for cool up. I think it was like vitamins or something. Yeah. Well, you know, the guy What did you what did you want it to be? Dildos? <laughs> like when you asked me that question. I I really just wanted actually would have been more exciting if you had said no, I cannot tell you. <laughs> it's too That's personal. Well, it is it's, not your business. It is not my business. I just was curious like how was it it wasn't irreplaceable, obviously. No, no, she in fact I think the same thing. Called Amazon, they replaced it. I will yeah. tell you mine. Mine was uh, Meatloaf's Better Hell 2 on blue vinyl. I will On blue vinyl. That's exactly wow. what it was. Okay. And then I want to say a shirt for Oliver and then uh can I say uh, uh, some flowers for Elzron? A shirt? Yes. A shirt for Oliver is a wonderful title. Of something. <laughs> wonderful. Um, can Worthy. I say I, I heard a song off, I believe it's track two, off Bad Out of Hell 3 the other day, and I was very impressed. Bad Out of Hell 3 is amazingly underrated. It's really good. And as you know, someone who uh, feels Meatloaf has sort of uh, doesn't have the chops necessarily anymore. Oh, no. He's, um, he's awful. Uh, I but that was a relatively recent album, and I'm just really yeah, impressed by it. It's really good. Yeah, and the track with Jennifer Hudson on it is yeah. uh, the future. Uh, the future is not what it used to be, or whatever. Yeah, track two. What's track two on Bad Out of Hell three? That's it was. I was just. It came on in random shuffle. Oh, it did. And I was like, oh, 
wow, this is this must be older. And then I looked track it up. Two. Track two. I can't pull it. No, it's right after not. the monsters loose. Hear me. Jimmy, yeah, do you hear me? Do you want to guess it, or do you want to? I won't. I will not be able to pull it for a million dollars. Initials? Uh, sure. B A A B. B A. Blind as a bat. Blind, Blind as, a bat. as a bat. And he sounds good on that. He sounds great. And it's a good song. Was that like ten years ago that album came out? I want to say ten years ago. What do we got? Six. Oh, 13. 13 years ago. That that explains it a little bit. Yeah, and he has yeah, he's had some clunkers and one good one since then. What's what's the good one? Uh, boy, I'll have to uh, look at the titles. Mm. Hang loose, teddy bear. No, hey, that's cool. No, teddy that's bear? No, not a good aw- one. Awful. And Helen, <laughs> can you tell by the title? Is awful. Uh, braver than braver than what's it called? Braver than something. Uh, braver. Helena, braver than we are. Braver than we are. And and is okay. Is that the newest one? Yeah, but that one's bad, isn't it? No, the, <laughs> but the two before that are bad. Bad. That one but isn't is better than the two. <laughs> but that one's bad, that isn't be it? it? Because that one is bad. Uh, it's better than the other two, Garen. But it, uh, I thought he sounded really bad on that one. Yeah, he probably does. But again, better than the other two is since uh, since bad. Big three. fan of his daughter, though. Oh, Pearl's wonderful. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, she's of course with that gentleman from Anthrax, Scott Ian. I went to college with her. Oh, that's did cool. you? I did. What yeah. college did you go to? Young Emerson man? College. Oh, right. Yeah, we had a philosophy class together. Did you? We did. Did you know all the? Uh, of course not. All of the uh, Harris Whittles and all of those. No, people. they were way after they were me. Way after yeah. Did Matt, I, I'm sure you've told us in the 13 years we've been on this program, did you and Pearl spend time together? No. Uh, Elise was sort of friendly with sort her. Sort of jealous? <laughs> no. Uh, like, they were friendly. You better and, not be spending time with that Pearl girl. <laughs> I think we all knew, like, one of our friends saw Meatloaf helping her move in, like, the first day of, of school. Father was there? He was. And so we all knew. How over the top was that delivery? <laughs> I thought he wouldn't do that. That's what he was talking about. <laughs> I will not he move you in your dorm for love but he won't Except help you move in no, not, move no matter in. how much pizza you have no matter how much beer doesn't matter i'm not into it i will pay for it but i will not uh, lift a box i see that being something that uh, a millionaire like meatloaf would uh pay, would pay for yeah but hey he was there but good for him that's a good father that's yeah. a good father and so we were all we all were aware of the fact that she was meatloaf's daughter and thought it was vaguely cool uh, mm-hmm. i i wasn't wasn't a meatloaf fan so i didn't really I just was like, oh, that's interesting, but kind of weird. Oh, that's did interesting. She, <laughs> did she go with interest level peak? Worthy. <laughs> did she go with a day or with loaf? A day. Yeah, for yeah. a day. Uh, here's my, of course, my meatloaf impression from a recent interview. Ask me who I voted for. Oh, uh, meatloaf. Who'd you vote for? Trump. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's. I would excuse him voting for Trump maybe well I don't know unless like being around him is even worse but you know if like someone him, right? we knew right was running for president even if right you probably tricky. would vote for like who, yeah like if Howard Kramer were running for president <laughs> wouldn't you be like <laughs> he said some problematic things probably over the course it's of like, his career he's a, a decent he's guy cool. ultimately yeah. I don't know if he's a good president for but hey we know him let's put him in there yeah it would just be funny I mean as a friend it'd be <laughs> funny to see him be elected president <laughs> but that's what it is right it's 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 uh, meatloaf being friendly with Trump and right. yeah. supporting being his on friend. a show yeah because didn't but they you do? have to know he's an asshole? Yeah, that's 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 where it all breaks down. Yeah, but he was <laughs> on like, The Apprentice. Remember when he? Yeah, cried? he was on the. He did a song with the other people in The Apprentice. 
on one of his records, didn't he? Yeah, I want to say. So. Was it that, like three of his friends from The Apprentice all singing backups on one of his Who records? Who else? Like Brett Michaels or something? No, I think there was a country dude. It's got to be big and rich. God, I big hate and that. rich? I hate that guy. Both, they get them both? But he did it. Yeah. Look up Meatloaf duet Apprentice boobs. <laughs> Don't put in boobs. That's not going to help you. That's, he's, that's, our, that's just him being silly. That's not helpful at all. Garen, don't put boobs in. Yeah, you know, I'm on the edge of my seat here. <laughs> Me too. Something you would never put into the uh, Yeah, know, his computer wouldn't know what to do. I have a high for that better. I've never put in boobs. <laughs> I don't know boobs. why I'm... Try it. <laughs> what would come up if, if you just put in boobs? I think a, a picture of a calculator. Yeah. <laughs> upside down, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. No, you, no, that one doesn't have to be upside down, right? It doesn't. Oh, no, wow. No, that's just 80085. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. You're right. Yeah. Is, uh, ro- oil is the one that's upside down. Yeah, rotationally symmetrical. Oil. O- oil. Oil. You put in 710 zero, zero. and turn it upside down, mm-hmm. and it's oil. And who gives a shit? <laughs> hey, you it, got me. Great. Somehow that was magical. <laughs> oh, this guy got me. Stand in the storm, it's called. And Special who's on guest it? appearances from Lil John. What's right? John Rich. Yeah. That's the guy you don't like. No, I do not. And Mark McGrath. Right. Oh. <laughs> God, wow! Damn it. A, what if that that's was a four-headed shit monster? What if, what if you listened to that song and you were like, "This is genuinely a great song." <laughs> well, you know what? Could the, you, yeah, look, I love Lil John. Lil John was one of the best comedy band made guests, by the way. Really? He's well, so nice he was hear. so funny. Did you have John Rich on? I did not. <laughs> that was that was your mistake. Lil John was a pleasure. Super funny. That's great. The and, TV show. Uh, yeah, the TV yeah. show. Yeah, he's great. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here's a little bit of that. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Stand in the Storm. Stand from in the Hell in a Handbasket. Stand oh, this album in the is Storm. So effing bad. Okay. Yeah. What if that's all it was? And little John just came in to go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark McGrath, Paul F, and I did a scene on No You Shut Up with him. Yeah. With, oh, really? Yeah. Ah, rich, poor, black, white, the four things you can be. (laughs) Turn it off, I (laughs) can't. This is one of those songs that, you know, sometimes a song is so bad it just sounds like that shouldn't exist. Like that really doesn't (laughs) sound like music, really. What should not exist in the world, (laughs) according to Matt? (laughs) Is that number one with a bullet? That is, absolutely. (laughs) And then racism? Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, but now wait a minute. If that song didn't exist, then racism would be even worse because obviously they're tackling the issue. Right, exactly. wait, just even incrementally, it did. Help. I bet racism is probably, a little bit better. There was probably one fan of Big and Rich who heard that and was like, "I like that one guy. What? He's a rapper? No. And, okay, oh! I accept you. He doesn't accept it. You know, the guy doesn't accept it. There's no way. <laughs> one guy. One guy. Oh, just the one. All right. There's a, hundreds and thousands of others who. Do you think Ebony and Ivory did any good? at all <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i mean or was it just here's my theory about okay so people make fun of just say no right like oh yeah it's so easy just to say no to drugs but growing up during it i think it had a things like that had a cumulative effect on me just being like uh, mm-hmm. i'm not into trying drugs mm-hmm. so maybe ebony and ivory have the same kind of thing yeah. you know like well they growing, live together don't they yeah, well, in perfect harmony. Side sure. by side. I'll tell you well, what, had, piano. what had an effect on me is Joe Piscopo and um, Eddie Murphy doing that sketch, <laughs> <laughs> singing Ebony and Ivory. You are black. You, yeah. And, and I, I am white. Blind. You are blind as a bat. <laughs> and, and I, I have, have sight. sight. Yeah. They Made couldn't even get together on the cover of the single. 
Uh oh. It's a. Is uh, it a? It's a. It's like an insert. Wow. Ugh. Oh, that's interesting. What? Is, who? Wait. That's what she said. Oh, oh, I, I, I thought. <laughs> I honestly thought that was the cover. The meatloaf song. Of the meatloaf song. I, I was so like, too. who's I that know guy? What you're showing me right now. <laughs> I'm hundred percent a far away picture. Uh, that is the forty-five sleeve. I don't remember that being the forty-five sleeve. That's so they that, had a forty-five for that. Uh, no, again, the, the McCartney. Uh, oh, Ebony, oh, Ebony, oh, Ebony, oh, Ebony. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did they? They didn't do a video or anything together. I, re- I thought I remember a video for that. I don't remember a video for that. I remember a say, 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 say video. Say, say, yeah. that video but I don't crazy. think that he ever did a video with, with Stevie. I saw Stevie recently at a thing that I was doing. And we, okay, we were in the control room and we saw him on camera. Have I said this on this show before? No, but he was on the John Legend and Chrissy Teigen thing that Kula it w- produced. Yeah, right? it wasn't that, but okay. it was something different. But we were like, is that Stevie Wonder for 20 minutes? We were like, it was like this a Pruder film. We were like looking at the cameras and the tapes going, is it Stevie or is it a guy who looks like Stevie? Because I think he shaved his mustache or something. Uh, so we were like, Stevie or not? I mean, it could just be a dude wearing sunglasses right. indoors. I don't know. And, and, it, and it was him. It was Stevie. Oh, he turns out it was Stevie. Yeah, it was there Stevie. was a music video. What? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, this was, is unprecedented. It was a big MTV. I want to say it was a big MTV. But what happens in it? I don't think I've ever seen it. parts for the music video separately. Oh. So they weren't even together in it. This is not the picture of Harmony that they were yeah, suggesting. Were There's also it. a solo video version of video, which showed McCartney playing piano with a bright spotlight and African-American males in prison, including one of them being uplifted by the song, dancing and listening to it in prison. As well as in the studio. That's really the purpose of this song is to uplift people <laughs> in the incarcerated. Yeah. Oh boy. Hey, everything's cool. We're all in harmony. <laughs> yeah. As long as you stay in there. Yeah, right? Yikes. Get in your cage. That doesn't sound good at no, all. No, it does not, does it? Maybe he was trying to send a message to like the you know, the white supremacists in, in the prison to like don't shank. Don't fuck with them. Yeah, don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck with my dancing friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, Garrett, anything uh, we can certainly talk more about on Thursday, but I see you got a new backpack. Does that uh, play into your uh, trip? No, no. Is that an X-Men backpack? I got my book. And he's got his book. Look at that. Ah, the new Garrett Cockrell book. You can get that at Barnes & Noble. Eventually. It's not out yet. Eventually. I've just been told it's not out. This is the what is it about? Not for resale. I see. It's a dark fantasy about some heroes fighting monsters. Cool. Well, congratulations, Garrett. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. that's very How many exciting. Pages? Uh, Hang on, I'm getting a call. Hold on, someone's telling me about <laughs> Hang on, my watch is... It's 356 pages. No, that's... That was literally me looking because I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't an email. Then yes, that is excellent. That's, uh, congratulations. That's quite Thank an you. achievement. That's cool. I don't think I could ever do it. I write a novel? Write a book? Yeah. Well, I got a book deal once and I've, I've had it for now seven years, I think. <laughs> and I, and I, at some point, I have to say, like, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um but do they call you occasionally and say what's going every on? once in a while? I, the guy who gave it to me is no, is that a totally different company? So every mm-hmm. once in a while, the company will check in like, mm-hmm. Hey, you don't have to do that book you pitched, but you want to do anything. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but at a certain point, cause I don't want to give the advance back. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's a real question to me of like, mm-hmm. do I give that back or do I plow through? I don't know. Maybe just do like a photo book. Just like take some pictures yeah. off your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> give them here. My pictures, just all my <laughs> pictures. Yeah. You organize it's them. Screenshots. You organize. Just hand them. Edit a phone. those. <laughs> a bunch of pictures uh, of your pocket, perhaps. We have a mutual friend uh, who uh, did give his advance back. Really? Yeah. Was given a book deal and decided to 
Give me the initials. Well, I, I know. No. no, I, no okay. I cannot no do that. I can certainly do it off the air, yeah. but I cannot. I want to hear about that. Probably this. shouldn't be brought it up on the air now that I've said it. No, I mean. Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. Uh, as a reminder, do I ever talk about my book deal? Which They wanted mm. me to write a book called Never Not Funny. And uh, they were like, you know, like a different uh, little um, uh, essays, mm-hmm. you know, about things that are never not funny. You know, like chapter four could be farts. And I just want well, thank you for your time. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. Um, I think, yeah, we'll talk about it off air because I did have an idea for my book if I were to do it. Sort of like, not based on that, but in, oh, the, boy. in the realm, oh, which I think boy. both could exist. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, I can tell you I'm not doing Are we talking that. about a crossover event? <laughs> <laughs> you should do one. We already had that single. We had that hot Christmas Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Crossover. We have that and we have the other song that we sang. What was it? The B side, yeah. No, no, not the B side. Uh, the other one on the uh, other Christmas song. Uh, we had Santa Claus come to the town. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was it. Santa Claus is coming. Little drummer town. boy. Little yeah. drummer boy was the band. And then, and then, um, and then, uh, 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 baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's oh, baby oh, cold that, outside. that was yeah, the main yeah. one. That's but, the one that everybody's. Yeah, yeah. That likes to. But Santa Claus is coming to town. That's that was on a different, a different right. record. Ah, I see. Yeah. Very good. That was fun. Uh, but the forty-five itself was just the two. Yes. Uh, it, yeah. A side, B side, even though it was on a CD. Right. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and certainly those are uh, uh, the two guys you want seeing in those classes. <laughs> that was fun. People love it. People, People love, love it. that baby. I'm cold outside. Yeah, it's great. I've got them both on my iTunes. You know, they pop up on my shuffle from time to time as well, and I can't get to that fast forward quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver loves it. Oliver thinks that both of them are uh, are great, and really thinks that. Uh, you know what he loves is. Um, uh, I'm telling you, it's cold. <laughs> uh, and then there's one in Santa Claus coming to the town that Oliver always quotes the one line. Uh, right. That I you know he's coming or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. We're, what That's we need so to... cool that he enjoys your work. It really is. He, he came to the improv last week to watch really? me do standing up comedy. Oh, that's so and uh, and enjoyed it, and then was uh, you know telling me that he liked an ad lib that I did, and I don't, and it's an ad lib that I will not repeat now because I will of course package that as an ad lib again <laughs> of course, in the future. Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was one that it, it was a true ad lib that I uh, was like, I liked it, and then when it, when I came off, he's like, Dad, the best line was blah blah, oh, and I was like, so you nice. know what, he's right. Yeah. That was so cool that he came to the Between Two Ferns movie, by the and way. And loved it. And lo- it's so nice. I'm glad. I, he, he's the only kid who's seen it at this point. And wow. I really was curious. And I curious. wanted to leave it that way. <laughs> I was curious as to what that demographic would enjoy. And I felt really bad for you, by the way, because you asked me what, uh, if there was anything, you know, uh, uh, naughty in the film. And I was like, there's probably between five and ten f-words and then while you were watching i was like i'm gonna count these it turned out to be 19 19 (laughs) f-words but nothing else once you get one it doesn't matter like yeah no and you you know what they they were all none of it was gratuitous it was all in just conversationally and yeah because zach's not zach doesn't even like to really when they're written in a script he always changes them to something else oh yeah but then he like improv and it's an improv movie so when he was improving they just naturally come out yeah, but, yeah. well he enjoyed it and uh you know That's great it's also every now and then on Shit's creek you know like david will just go what the fuck <laughs> right and so you know it, it, he hears it and so yeah. it's not uh do you I mean, th- doesn't hear it 19 times he, does thought, he, s- he thought that was a little offensive but <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard him say it no god no oh no no is no, he no. too sweet a boy yes yeah yes is he nice and polite yes and, yeah. yeah yeah that's great mm-hmm 
What a kid. Until mm. he gets to school. And then <laughs> oh, my God. Like, hey, I'm acting like my daddy. Hey, we're all Italians hey. now. Yeah. Uh, could you not do that after lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, go back out there and do the first part of your day again. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, in fact, just, uh, just yesterday I was saying, uh, I asked him, Is there, are there any boyfriends and girlfriends yet? And, and he said, Oh, meaning of his friends of his getting friends. together? And okay. he said, well, there's uh, so-and-so and so-and-so. They dated him. And dad, we, we caught him kissing. <laughs> and so it's like just uh, you know, yeah. we, we were it's, we were full out making out in sixth grade. So not, we, not me. Well, I remember we we used me to call and my it Billy Ways were. <laughs> we used to call it going around. That was do you want to go around with me? Oh, we used to say going out. Wow. Yeah. Going out with you, me. you want to go around? And I remember like I think when I was that age in sixth grade, I think someone dared me to ask the hottest girl or whatever to as, go around with you. Yeah, as it, like, and like. I think I said it, and she laughed at me, and that was it. Something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But she was one. She was the one that I actually legitimately did have a crush on, as well. So it was like double. Like it, if it was someone that I knew I had no shot with, or I guess I knew I had no shot with her. I don't know. That yeah. kind of happened to me too. Like when I was in fifth grade, a girl came over and she was like, uh, "You like Katie, don't you?" And I was like. Yeah, and she's like, okay, and she like went away, and she came like, okay, you're going out now, and then oh. I, we never ever spoke. I never spoke to Katie right. in that period of time when we were going going out, okay. and then that same girl, like I don't remember how much time had passed, but she was like, okay, it's over now. Like, <laughs> she, she, she gave me the, the bad news. You had to be broken hearted. It was, I was, I was like really like I had a huge crush on her, so it was oh. devastating. We did end up dating like in when I was in eighth grade. That's we ended, right. still ended up. Dating. How does Elise feel about this? Uh, well. It was Elise. She changed her name after okay. that because I was like, it was too scarring. So I, I forced her to change her name to Elise. No, yeah, she, I think she's okay with it. I think, she, I think she. I wasn't the one concerned. Oh wait, did you ask? Yes. Oh yeah, sorry. I don't know why I put that on you. They're both wearing red shirts. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep you guys straight oh, today. If we were in Star Trek, we'd, we'd be, be dead, dead by now. In a galaxy, that's Star Wars, asshole. Is that how it goes? Yeah, the fight. I just know it from nice. Cable Guy when, when they're in the right. medieval times. <laughs> Even though there's family, I don't yeah. watch it. You don't care. Don't watch, don't care. All oh, right, yes. Not my bag, brother. Mm, what do you think about Picard? <laughs> don't care. Care less about that. <laughs> Man, that trailer was fantastic. Oh, boy. I didn't see it. What if they were? What if they were to do uh, a Picard-style show about uh, uh, Chekhov? Mm. Oh, then I'm back on board. <laughs> but I'm interested. I'm interested because it would be, uh, you know, for the family lineage. Right. I think that would be cool. Chekhov. What's he up to now? Yeah, just chilling. Yeah, he chills. I would imagine he's chilling. <laughs> he's pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> hey, when does the Between Two Friends movie come out? September twenty. Okay. On Netflix. Correct? On Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Maybe who I don't know anything about it being in theaters or anything. Oh, you don't. I but don't. there's a chance of it possibly. I you occasionally they do that. They we have not spoken about. Mm-hmm. It. Are they going to have <clears throat> the Egyptian by then? I wonder. Uh, I've heard various things about what Netflix plans to buy or not buy. So I don't know what they're going to do. Wait, they're buying that. the Egyptian. That's that's what the, the talk has been. I have. Huh. Boy. I know a different rumor, but I cannot say on here. You heard a rumor. Yeah, you're like Bananarama. <laughs> I am a lot like them in that one of us dropped out oh. and we continue on. Yeah, you got to keep going. <laughs> show must go on, Scott. Mm-hmm. The show must. That's how I feel about Meatloaf is like, it, yes, his new records aren't any good, but he's got to put out the product because he's got to have money coming in for his family, right? I'm sure he's probably even like, really, another one? 
Yeah, but I, don't you think Bat 1 and 2, uh, there's a uh, no, the royalties on that? Yeah, but I mean, you always need more, and you need to go out and tour. I mean, it's like, what, you're just going to live on royalties the rest of your life? Like, you Well, need... he can barely move. I know. When we saw him live, it was I, I wanted uh, him to come out at the end of the show and go, I need to apologize for what you just saw. <laughs> it was atrocious. Atro- yeah. Not just bad. I know. Like, atrocious. But? I guess you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, in the end, I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, right. I guess in the it was, ass. you got fucked in the ass. That's after right. The show. I took in the ass. Jesus. Did he apologize for that? No. Did, no. Did in fact, you, threw it in my face. Oh, did you thank him for it? I thanked him. I said, yeah. I said thank you, sir. Can I have another? Oh, wow. May I have another? Uh, Garrett, why do you refuse to acknowledge your new backpack? Uh, he talked about it. It's X Men. It. It's X Men related. Oh, it's X Men related. I see. Yeah. Who's that? You got Wolverine there. You got, it Jubilee. looks like uh, oh, Jubilee. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix? Professor X, Magneto, Phoenix Magneto. and Jean Grey, Colossus. Do you like I the see? new, uh, new, new uh, powers of X? I haven't read that yet. Oh, you have the to. one he wrote. Oh, good boy. <laughs> remember no, you no, got no, a, not the one. Uh, I wrote. Oh, oh, didn't you remember you got all excited that you heard Scott wrote an X Men? Yeah, I got it. I was going to bring it in. Have you signed it? Oh, oh look at that signature. I by the way, House I have of X. I read powers of X. I haven't read powers of X. Is Wait, just came out last Jesus. week. Then yes, I read that one. The Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, yeah. I read that one. I liked it a lot. The new one. The other one comes out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Or not tomorrow. Wednesday. 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 Comic book day. I have a new one-page story in Marvel Comics 1001. Oh, which, nice. Which I think came out really well. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Oh, cool. Comes out, uh, I believe, September 24. Boy, that's my... a big week for you. Oh, boy. <laughs> a lot of Ackerman. Comic book. I'm Netflix. very excited because it's like... I heard you're buying the Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's so many like awesome people on that issue as, as well as the other one the marvel comics 1000 it's like everyone doing one page stories right. some of the most famous like people to ever do comics are in it and so uh yeah i'm very excited to be in that company and it'll be pa- both issues are packaged in one book so great cool. uh yeah i'm very excited that's awesome Terrific. i just told my comics were to grab it for me oh good look at that just like that just like that you just sent like an electronic that. mail yeah grab me this okay could you focus on our show <laughs> <laughs> type in two words. maybe do your your errands later on maybe that would be uh, 1000 mm-hmm. and just one like is and what one. i'm in 1001 yeah, that's right so you that's want to make right sure right you get the okay. right one okay you want them both. sure you did don't you well they're together right well, they will be together. They'll be packaged together later, but oh, they come I out separately. Follow, I got to send a follow-up. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's just stop down for a sec so he can handle this. <laughs> Again, I'd like you to focus in on your duties here and uh, worry about your hobbies later. Uh, all right, let's check in back there. Uh, who do we got? The Son of Palms? Is that yes, what, sir. Uh, what's happening back there? That's me. Elliot Hochberg. Elliot had a big weekend. He, too, played the Jaws board game, uh-huh. as we discussed. Have you played that yet, Scott? The no. Jaws board game? Is it old or new? Brand new. Brand, Brand new? Yeah. What happens in it? Uh, Elliot, you're a you're a board game games boardman. <laughs> there's it's it's got two acts. Yeah, it's got two acts. So there's the. What there's, does that mean in regards to board games? <laughs> well, it's, it's it's kind of a neat thing. It's that there's the, there's one game in the first half, and then it changes. I, here's the thing: I played the first half, and but I was sharing because there's too many people. Oh, I was sharing one sharing of the roles. Caring. So mm-hmm. another game opened up. And I went to play that. So I didn't actually play the second half, although I saw what the second half looked like. The first one's on land, and the shark is, you've got to find out what area of the water the shark is in. Okay. And you, he either um, wins by eating a lot of swimmers, or you defeat him. By throwing, okay. by throwing barrels at him. By throwing, yeah. I think I see where this throwing is Throwing barrels at him? Yeah. So then when it flips over to act two, which is oh, then, now the you flip the board, board yeah. over? Oh, yeah. Now cool. you're out at sea, and he's attacking the boat while the trying three of them up. are trying to. That's cool. Uh, it's really fun. Is there that's, an intermission? 
<laughs> we took one. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a fun game. Fun board game. Let's all wow. go to the Coincidentally, that he and I played over the weekend yeah. separately. Really? Mm-hmm. Just in time for Jaws fever. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't know why it just came out. Maybe there's an anniversary of some sort. Maybe somebody who has shoes the with 40, jaws on the forty third year, forty fourth. Isn't it forty third? Seventy five. I think it's just 76. part of this nostalgia stuff that's happening because there's a labyrinth game and a, and a dark crystal game and now jaws. Mm. There's all. There's is it related all, to carousel at all? <laughs> <laughs> that's well, what the actually, boat is called we, the carousel. Weirdly, this is kind of related to carousel in a way. If, if you remember the game, do you, did, did anybody in this room play Dark Tower? No. no. This was a board game that had like a like a plastic mechanized I remember the thing. Game. The and game. it would go da, 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 ah, like it had all these weird sounds. Uh it would turn on its own, which is how I connected it to carousel. Turn on its own? Yeah, it had a little motor. Turn you, on by itself or turn on its It would rotate. It would rotate, get horny. Yes. Oh. <laughs> if you left it alone. <laughs> I was like, turn on its own. Yeah. So there are <laughs> other dark towers around on the table and it would let them know that they should uh, get, get excited. Um, apparently, there's a company that's going to redo, not redo that, make a sequel, I guess. It's called Return to Dark Tower and it's a cooperative game, but they're, they're going to be doing some demonstrations of that this coming weekend at Gen Con. And are you going to Gen Con? No. I've Where's got, that at this year? It's always in uh, Indianapolis. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I'm in Indianapolis this weekend. Are you? Yes. Play that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a lot of it's like a it's like a Comic Con level. Yeah, I was. I, I've, I've literally been in Indianapolis on Gen Con weekend. This has to be like the fourth time. Really? Wow. Just yeah. coincidentally. Do coincidentally. They, do they all come to your show or? Any crossover there? Uh, well, the, I'm doing a private gig this time. Oh, so am, uh, private eyes. Private watching you. you. Well, they're watching Jimmy, well. hopefully. <laughs> private gig is what Jimmy calls it when he goes and visits his <laughs> other family. Yeah. Side piece. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a 20-year-old son. Yeah. And that kid's not into games, so we will not be going to games. <laughs> that kid hates your act. <laughs> well, he only, only sees him once a year, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you think he'd appreciate it more, but he does not. Those no. fucking ad-libs, dead. <laughs> Son, drop the Italian character. Yeah, for him, right, it's not right, a character. Right, he actually talks like hey, this. This is what I talk like, Dad. Hey, hey, my dad's coming. I learned it from you that one time I saw you in the play. Why were you there? You shouldn't have been there. I saw it on VHS. VHS of that would be... Oh, God, I wish we had a VHS of that. I would I would love to see how bad the three of us were. Oh, I know I have VHSs of my high school. Some plays and some choir performances. Mm-hmm. They're... I should like digitize them at some point. Because, we'll enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Like like me singing uh, uh, Little Shop of Horrors Grow for Me oh, to a Plant and stuff like that. That'd be fun. I, whenever we show that stuff to Oliver, we get, he, he gets a charge out of it. Really? So, yeah. Is he going to be doing plays and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Yeah. He did Oklahoma last year. Did he? Who was he? Uh, nah. He was the wind. <laughs> can't, uh, can't pull the character's name. Uh, what What's he do? Judd? Is he the creepy guy who spies on? No. No. Is he Will, the guy who uh, is with the girl who can't say no? Everything's up to date in Kansas City. Who is, uh, there's uh, some guy that, uh, uh, the, the humorous guy who sells things. Oh, yeah, the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like the that ju- guy. Okay. <laughs> All right. And he's well, not right. Curly. He's the other male lead. I think it must be Will. Maybe Will. Yeah. Everything's up to date in Kansas City. He comes back from yes, Kansas City and he's like, everything's so cool there. And then he's got a girlfriend who's like kind of slutty. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. He slut shames her. No. 
I think that might have been cut out for the children version. <laughs> I believe that part was cut out. That's I, great. That's a good role. I can't even pull what, the, what what did he do last year. I can't remember the show he did last year because Oklahoma's two years ago. Uh oh. Hey. Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's a cl- it's a cl- sound of music classic. Good. South Pacific West Side Story. Oh, no, it was a uh, uh, hang on Brigadoon. It's a there's a princess uh, once upon a mattress. Oh, I love that. Oh, she liked me. Oh no, it's oh I liked her. So did I. We sing that all the time. You enjoy that? Just show. those two lines. But yeah, the my high school when I was young, I used to go to the high school and like watch the plays and be like when I was in junior high and be like, oh, I want to do, I want to be on that stage doing what those people are doing. There was one guy who's like incredible, who did Henry Higgins and My Fair Lady, um, and then they did Once Upon a Mattress and uh, was really awesome. Yeah. That's a good show. It was a good show. Carol Burnett did the original. And uh, you can see the clip on YouTube, but it's phenomenal. Yeah. Of, of Carol Burnett, not, mm-hmm. not my son's play. <laughs> I would love to see that clip. That's not on YouTube. <laughs> uh, what did he play in that? The P? Yeah. He was the, uh, he was not the jester. Uh-huh. He played a uh, another role, which I can't, uh, once again. I can't remember the roles in that, really. But. He was the only, uh, there was only two boys in the entire cast. Really? Yeah. That's gotta be. He and Joaquin. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix was in it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. That's a lot to <laughs> he's go a, up against. He's a chameleon. <laughs> yeah. He's a chameleon. <laughs> just took time off from the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Came over. A... You know what? You know, I got to learn about the craft. And, uh, <laughs> Sir Harry? Prince Dauntless? The oh, Prince Dauntless. No, not the Jester. Not the, Jester. the Wizard? No, not the Wizard. King Sextimus? Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to pull it. I, Knight? Yeah. Knight? Dancing Knight? Dancing night. Don't no idea. <laughs> no idea. Doesn't matter how many cast members you list for a character. Side. So he has fun doing that, though. He does. He loves yeah. it. Loves it. Does he like to sing? Does he have a nice voice? Uh, he doesn't do it enough. So Why I don't do know the answer. Kids to that. have terrible voices. Because <laughs> they, like, they haven't cracked yet. Every, yeah, but just cracking can't be the answer. But you know, like when you hear any kid sing, but they're, all, always, they're ah, always like. Ah, ah, they're all yeah. over the place and yeah. like no matter how good they are they're all terrible i always wonder like when zoe was little i was always like do kids just do some kids just uh sing beautifully right out of the gate or do they have to learn it because like she would sing and i was like ah, it's not it doesn't sound right <laughs> no <at> good <laughs> and now she's like learning and it's getting right. better uh but it's it's just but then you see like a random clip on the internet of some like four year old singing Mariah Carey, and you're like, oh, okay. So some yeah, kids are like Beyonce, that. Yeah, some people. But that's rare. I guess. Learn about vibrato and pitch, maybe in a yeah. way that like most kids are just like, or they're just like really good impersonators. Like they yeah, can that's hear something and, and imitate it. Yeah, I feel like Ariana Grande is like grew up loving Christina Aguilera so, yeah. or, and Mariah Carey and just like learned how to imitate, had, had an ear for it, learned how to imitate them. Yeah. And that translates suddenly like into, oh, wow, you've been singing really well just by imitating. Someone. Right. Mm. Yeah. But it takes, <laughs> it takes a lot of training, man. <laughs> Getting an email. Oh, yes. Yeah. This email says that I don't care about this. <laughs> <topic>. <laughs> uh-huh. And we'll be back. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Scott Ackerman's on Twitter, at Scott Ackerman. And uh, I think Instagram as well. So uh, follow him on those places. Check out his podcast, Comedy Bang Bang. It's an institution in the comedy world and the podcast world. Uh, and Jimmy's on it this week. So check that out if you enjoy any of those things. And uh, don't forget that uh, the movie version of Between Two Ferns is coming out September 20th, I believe. Look for it on Netflix in September. Uh, Zach Alphanagas and a, a slew of celebrity cameos, I'm told. 
and uh, it's got the Oliver Pardo seal of approval, so you know it's going to be funny. Check it out. And speaking of uh, checking things out that are funny, we are going to be doing Never Not Funny Live at Vitello's in Studio City, California on August 13th with our special guest, Jen Kirkman. That's going to be awesome. Doors are at 6.30, I believe. The show's at 8, and uh, they have really good food there, so enjoy the food and enjoy the comedy on August 13th. And then uh, we're going to the Bug Theater in Denver, Colorado for a matinee show on August 25th. That will also be really good fun. And uh, you can get the tickets by going to nevernotfunny.com. Just click the tour link on that site and you can find links to tickets for our live shows. Jimmy Pardo is doing stand-up at uh, Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunnyvale, California, August 15th through the 17th. And uh, again, go to jimmypardo.com. Not again, but just for the first time, go to jimmypardo.com and click the tour link for his uh, ticket links and uh, this is the end of season 24 so if you uh, maybe feel like this is a good time to check out the Players Club go to nevernotfunny.com and create an account you can find your way to signing up for a full year which would be the past season plus the new season that's starting in a couple weeks or uh, just sign up for season 25 give it a try you get video and an extra full episode of Never Not Funny every week so you can watch two episodes a week you can watch whatever you want to watch with the video that elliot elliot elevates elliot edits uh, on the fly over there and uh it's great fun so uh, check out the players club and i think you'll enjoy it finally don't forget you can subscribe to uh, the free never not funny feed in spotify so if you use spotify for music and you want your podcast all in the same place as your music which is convenient uh, just press a couple buttons and you'll get right to the podcasts on that app and you can find never not funny there enjoy Matt, according to ZipRecruiter research, nearly three-fourths of employers say they're finding it difficult to fill open positions. Whoa. These employers are having trouble finding employees. Yeah, what do they do? What's what's the solution? Well, they got some bold steps, and they're taking them. Okay. 68% of employers have raised their wages. That's 68%. Good. Did I say 68%? Uh, you said 60-something. Yeah, uh, I kind of slurred it. I want to make it 68%. Right? One short of an up-top. Up-top. <laughs> uh, 23% have increased their benefits. Okay. Now, if you're having a difficult role, if you have a difficult role to fill yeah. or difficulty saying a sentence, <laughs> maybe you should, maybe you're, you want to hire a speech therapist. <laughs> maybe you want to hire a better host. How about that? How about you look on ZipRecruiter for a guy that knows how to talk? Uh, no matter what your industry, right? Perfect example. Replace me. Hire with ZipRecruiter. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Oh, and all you got to do to do that is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Now, they, here's what they do, Matt. They send your job to over 100 top job sites. Mm-hmm. You think they stop there? No, probably not. You're damn right they don't. <laughs> okay, good. They've got powerful matching technologies. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills and experience for your job. And they actively... You mean re- resumes? I think you resumes. Nope, it says here resumes. Uh, R-E-S-U-M-E-S. Yeah, those accents mean you say resume. There's no accent. Resumes. It's a French word meaning... Uh, oh, bonjour. You know, I'm 50% French now. 50? Oh, 15. It went up. No, 15. 15. I'm really having a tough time getting any of my words out. Apparently, number 68, I couldn't say. Yeah. 15, I couldn't say. Anyway. Anyway, gang, ZipRecruiter, mm-hmm. uh, you can even add uh, screening questions to your job listing so you can filter candidates and focus on the best ones. ZipRecruiter is so effective that, and hear me out, I'm going to, hopefully I can say this, four out of five yep. employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. 24 hours. That's amazing. Don't say numbers to me. You know I'm having a tough time with numbers. Sorry, I didn't mean to flaunt it. <laughs> Show off. Try ZipRecruiter.com right now for free. Listeners of Never Not Funny can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. P-A-R-D-O. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire.
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Scott Arkman is here. He's taking time away from Comedy Bang Bang. That's a very popular it, it podcast. It takes up so much of my time. I know you're very busy editing. You're doing a oh, lot. You're good. editing that Two Ferns movie? No, I'm done. I literally had my last day the other day. Was picture locked? Pictures locked. Colors locked. Sounds locked. I am done. I'm glad you brought up the sound. That was the one thing Oliver did not care about. He's like, Dad, that, that sound's not locked. It was right? unmuted. <laughs> it was muted the entire time. Yeah, he, uh, he did not care for it. It was a, a, a little loud. He said it was uh, muddy. I remember he had yeah. a big problem with it. the muddy mix. Yeah. yeah. What, what if we did? What if we let's say we like, Dad, that was really funny, but we could agree the mix was a little muddy, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Suddenly you find out he has an interest in sound. Right. Well, That's he great. loves sound. He likes to hear everything that goes around and around him. Yeah. Does it, uh, now, Scott, we play a game on this show called Certainly Celebrity Sighting. Um, mm. I was at the Chicago concert at the Greek over the weekend. Oh, I didn't know they played. And backstage was That's where a I saw them. person and go. All right, so it's, uh, as you know, Scott, it's 20 question style. Uh, anybody could jump in and try to guess. Can I ask how you got the backstage passes? I, uh, Peter, Are you friends with the band or I, you paid a premium? He's at, he's at hug level friendship with Jimmy Pankow. Whoa. <laughs> and you were telling me the other day that the new guy sounds great. Oh, he's great. Yeah. The band's great. The band sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Peter Pardini, who did the documentary about them, has become a, a friend of the show and of mine. Oh, great. And uh, I bought the ticket, but he was kind enough to give me a backstage pass. Love that. So that I could uh, uh, look like a big shot uh, walking around. Who And who are you with? I went by myself. Okay. I went solo. Mm. Couldn't find a single friend, or, or is this the kind of activity that you need to do solo because you don't want I was someone... racing over from another show okay. uh, that I had to Another concert? On. No, I didn't do the concert. <laughs> I, and I was like, I'll just go by myself. Um, also, there, part of it is what you were getting at, that I... You don't uh, want a, it, your, your experience to be sullied by someone maybe not enjoying yep. it, or yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have taken Oliver had he said yes. He, he turned you down. Said, I'm very sorry, Dad, but I think uh, I'm not uh, going to go to that. <laughs> and uh, all right, so this. Uh, and you saw- luckily, I got to save some money by him saying no. Good. I'm going to take a shot from a thousand yards out. Oh my God! No. By, by the way, if you if you guess it, yeah. with this shot from a thousand yards yeah. out, I will. Let's take some time here. Let's actually tell you what you will win. Okay. Tell them what he'll win, Jimmy. 40, 60, 81, 105, 110, 125, 165, oh, 185. Yeah, it seems $205. Whoa. I will take it, but Wait. I think you No, no, that. I was wrong. Okay, so I was going to say, how do you, based on what, based on, yeah, two ten. based on the bid, it can't be 205. But you. <laughs> Unless you have a two and a half dollar bill. I do not. All right. You're as queer as a two dollar bill. Here it comes. $2 bills are perfectly natural. I believe, it's three. I believe it's three. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it is. Yeah, $2 bills are actual. I'm not kidding. If you're, if you're able to pull this person's name. And Matt has well, then demonstrated I already, recently that he's very he has very good instincts I have a this. specific reason for this guess that you'll realize immediately, and I'm sure it's wrong. Al Pacino. <laughs> the money is going back in the pocket. <laughs> it's being folded. Yes, it is very carefully. <laughs> it's faced and wow. in the pocket. Remember Al Pacino made that movie? What was that movie? I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was a person's D- name. Danny. He was like a, a music uh, industry a, a guy. Neil Diamond sort of performer, yeah. Anyway, they, sh- movie. they shot yeah, a scene at a real movie. Chicago concert that Jimmy was in the crowd of. They like made the crowd pretend to give a shit about Al Pacino coming out and just doing As a they scene. they did over-the-shoulder shots of him Boulder singing. Holder? 
<laughs> yeah, it was a bra uh, of the audience where I was there with my mother who thought it was fun. As a lot of people did, I saw it as, hey, you're not paying me as an extra yeah. for an hour. Right. right. I came here to watch Chicago perform, yeah. not Let, to watch Al Pacino do a scene. Let's go. And after two takes that we got you got it let's go right but it was okay we're gonna do it again we had a sing along they put the, the lyrics on the screen and again That's... it was fun for two takes yeah yeah but when you're doing another like another and another and another so we can get different angles fuck that you're yeah, using yeah. get more cameras these yeah. people to you're do taking free, advantage of yeah, them free extra work, free extra work. Okay. so that they have a story danny collins i like the movie it was good. Uh, and I looked great on screen. <laughs> I really, you could see me really. Is it on your out. IMDb? Why would it be? I took the time. Is uh, Dreamgirls on your IMDb? It is, uh, but it's uh, it's cut. listed as cut, comedian or? uncredited. Yeah, 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 I do not play a comedian. <laughs> well, you're not in the film and yeah. uncredited. Uh, un, you uncredited and unnecessary to be credited yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah, right. you're not in it. And, and I know we belabor this, but is, there, is that scene like even on a DVD anywhere? No. Why not? I don't know. It seems like such an obvious bonus feature. Even like, just, when they came out with that new, it's a five disc version oh, really? of it. Huh. They didn't even put it on that? No. Wow. I heard it got lost in a fire. I'm beginning to think there was no film in the camera. <laughs> to, you know, and it's a practical joke. Uh, or an impractical joke. Oh, oh those guys. Oh, man, guys they're incorrigible. <laughs> okay. Um, so right. is it an actor? It is an actor. I'm trying to think of celebrities over 90. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? a humorous uh, poke is, at who goes to a Chicago concert. Is this guy over 50? I don't think so. Okay. Really? Is he okay. over 40? I think so. Okay. So between the 40 and, and if he's over 50, I, I I don't know. Okay. Is he celebrity or no. guy you know? Okay. No. Was he the guy from the league who lied about 9-11? <laughs> Steve Renazizi? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Have we established that this is an actor? Yeah, yeah that's been established. Right. Yeah. So uh, television. Is that one of the that's literally the only thing we've established. <laughs> yeah. An actor in the forty-ish range. Yes. Right. So, so television or films? Um, you. We initially met this gentleman in film. He now makes his living in television, I believe. Okay. okay. Does he make his living on the evening news? Dirty laundry. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Don Henley? Is it Don Henley? <laughs> the character Don Henley plays in Dirty Laundry. I, I assume that's a character piece. Is he currently on a streaming show? Hmm. Good question. No. So it's okay. is it network? network I believe it is still on. Yes. It is, oh. and you believe it was network, and it's been on, and you think it's still on. Yes. May or may not so bad. Yes. Uh, is it NBC? I couldn't tell. Okay. Is it is it Bones is David Boreanaz? No. <laughs> Seems like a show you wouldn't know if it was canceled is it or not. Nine one one's Peter Krause. It is not. It, is it? Is but it, that's a good guess. Is it medically related at all? The I don't the believe it program. is. All right. Uh, is, is it, it a cop police? show? What is it? Police? Yeah, or cop? Same question. Whop, whop. That's sure. the sound of the police. Not sure what he plays. <laughs> you okay. Don't, okay, you don't know. You, but you don't know what show. genre. Like you don't know the, if the it's television. television. I should probably look up the name of the show. It's not a. You don't know if it's a legal drama, a police procedural. Doesn't know anything about it. Okay. I really don't know. Is it fantasy? So it can't be like Grey's Anatomy or something that he would know about. Yeah. Um. Well, he's so then, sure. how? But this show is big. How are we supposed to narrow this down if you don't know anything about what figure the guy out, does? We're gonna figure out what movies this guy was in. That's what okay. we're gonna do. Uh, I will. I will give you this. CBS. CBS. Uh, is it Joe Mantegna? It is not. Oh, that would have but been. But you, when I said Joe, your eyes lit up. Yeah. Is it Joe? 
Rogan. Joe's. I can tell you this gentleman was born in 68, which uh, he, so he will turn 52. 51. 51 in September. 51 in September. Yeah. So he is over 50. My okay. apologies. Just, just over 50. Uh, I, we get all those questions. Oh, back. and the show has been off now, it seems, uh, for three years. Okay. <laughs> is, <laughs> is, it, is there any connection is between show? this? Sorry. I, I, um, sorry, sorry. That's right. It is a, here, I'm going to tell you exactly what Wikipedia says. A science fiction crime drama. Oh, Elliot, this is your wheelhouse. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, wait, no. It's not the guy from Lost, right? Yeah, as I was thinking no, as well. No, that's ABC. Yeah. No, no, uh, but and, uh, he had a show on... Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 the dude. Sawyer. No, not no, Sawyer. No, 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 the, the dude, the, the weird guy that they... Ben. glasses. Ben, ben. yeah. Uh, and is, I can't remember the show. Oh, that, that guy, yeah, He's yeah. the guy who played Ben on Lost, whose no. name we can't remember. Okay, okay. it's not. Thank you. Uh, uh, is so, there any connection? But there was another dude on that show, right? There was, there was the young guy that yeah. uh, Jim Did Caviezel. All the shooting. Yeah. Who? Jim Caviezel. Was it, Jim Caviezel? it was Jim Caviezel. What? Yes. Jim Caviezel's 51. So he looks great. And the fact that I'm not still there fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, he's beautiful. Huh. Caviezel. Yeah, worst baseball hat backwards, which was, uh, you know, put uh, me like off, that. of course. Well, but he's ready to go. <laughs> he's ready to go. Caviezel like it. Chicago. Yeah, and this is uh, maybe the third or fourth time I've seen him at a Chicago show. Whoa. Weird. Yeah, he huh. loves him. Love and he, he was backstage with other handsome people. Wow. Is it uh, weird that I still kind of judge him for making that movie with Mel Gibson? Like when I hear his name, I'm like, oh, that we, guy. He no, was no one great knew, in that no one movie knew and we didn't about, know yet. Yeah. We didn't know anything about That's him at it. that time. Yeah. Although, wait, wait, didn't we get the news right as it was coming out? I think we knew. Oh, wasn't that The Passion of the Christ? Do we yeah. even know anything about it? Yeah. About Mel Gibson being yeah, yeah, yeah. a, a, a I think you're thinking of maybe his follow-up. Oh, yeah, the, maybe. What, and I've heard that movie is great, by the way. In the, it's Six Ways in South America or something? Yeah, Pat Oswalt told me that that film's like incredible. It, actually, it is good. What's it called, please? Apocalypto. I really want to see it. It's good. And I got to say, that new movie with Vince Vaughn in him was really good. What movie is that? Uh, talked about it. I'm almost certain. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm blanking out. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, uh, it was it was really good. He plays the dad in the sequel to the that Mark Wahlberg. Daddy's movie. Home. Daddy's Home, too. Yeah. yeah. See that? There's yeah. other actors that could have uh, I know, taken that I know, role. I and I'm, I, I was real iffy on, do I go see this movie? But um, I was interested in it. In which one? In the in Vince the Vaughn one? Vince Vaughn. What's the name of that one? Dragged Across Concrete? Dragged across concrete. Yeah, I've never even heard of it until this very. It's moment. like a crime. I love crime dramas. Yeah, like noirish crime dramas. And it's great. Uh, I thought it was really good. There's only one line in it that to me is like the writer, who's kind of rumored to be right wing, hmm. crosses over into a little bit like the characters would say it, but it's a little like him trying to trying to make commentary on on uh, modern society or whatever that I'm like, Is it a, a dog whistle, rolling. Scott? <laughs> no, no, no. Is the line sugar tits? <laughs> <laughs> he should make a movie. I mean, he's famous for should saying make a sugar, movie called sugar tits. He should make a movie. Take it that back. That would be huge. That it movie. Would be huge. Who wouldn't see would sugar tits? $500 million at yes. the box office. Oh sugar God. tits. Yeah. This guy's made some good movies, though. Who? Yeah, I saw his first one recently, Mel which Gibson? is no, no, the the director. I his I saw uh, his first one's called uh, Tom Bone Tomahawk, mm-hmm. and that is really interesting. I remember that? Yeah, and uh, it's like a supernatural western. You think, but it's not. Um, and that has the dude from Lost in it as well. Which, which the same guy, Sawyer. the Bayern guy? Oh, no, Sawyer. No, not sorry. I'm sorry. The uh, Jack. Oh. We've got to go back, Jack. The, Wait. Uh, the, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. You're talking about the main Matthew, guy. Matthew Fox? Fox? Matthew Fox, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know it was him for... Why was he good? He's is just... That, <laughs> is that why you were confused? <laughs> he is pretty good in it, but he's like totally not Matthew Foxy for hmm, a while. That's surprising. I was just like, who is this guy? Wow, so he can do it. 
<laughs> so what a good director. Do you see Speed Racer? Wait, what? What? And I, it's driving me crazy that I can't think of the name of the old man who's in the wheelchair and lost. What was the character's name? Oh, George. Do you mean the, the dude from the stepfather? The guy who's in. Oh, Locke. Locke. John Locke. John Locke. Oh, Locke. I, oh, I was thinking about the guy where you have to go talk to so and so. Oh, who was that? Guy? Oh, What's that character's God. name? More. Why did that show happen? It was like <laughs> Ethan or something. You got to go talk to Ethan or Edward. Was or, it Ethan? I don't remember. But you're th- yeah, the stepfather. I can't remember his name. No, I was thinking of John Locke. John I just Locke. Think yeah, of that's, he played the stepfather in the movie The Stepfather. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Who's that? Terry O'Quinn? Terry O'Quinn. There you go, yeah. Terry O'Quinn. What, does he sound like that? Yeah, that's me doing a play. Oh, the I first half of the play. <laughs> <laughs> Terry O'Quinn. You guys are embarrassing me out there. <laughs> hey, why do you say that? You, Bob? <laughs> you were. What was the play? Do you I remember? I cannot pull the name of it. <laughs> I cannot probably had no business being. It was a soap opera. We were soap opera, and, and, and there was a murder on the set of a soap opera. Oh, that sounds good. Whatever that. I feel like I, yeah, murder I, on the set of a soap opera. We did a bunch of plays when I was a kid that I'm like, I don't know what that was. It wasn't like famous. It was just yeah, like some just, script. I guess yeah, it's good for kids. Domain, so they're like, yeah, 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 do this one. I did a detective play. It was like the first play I ever did yeah. where I was like, I wore a trench coat and stuff. I could not <laughs> tell you what it was because it was yeah. literally just right. something that was fine for kids to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We did one that was just the whole thing took place at a dining room table, like a dinner party. And oh, what was that? Sit down acting. My favorite kind. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a five year run on sit down acting. That was very kind to me. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you shouldn't be so against it. Is it the bold, the young and the murdered? No. In fact, I thank you not to try to guess. <laughs> uh, it is not. You're uh, welcome. So Caviz. Wow. I, yeah. Caviz. And do you, does Caviz see you five times and go like hey there's that guy i keep seeing i don't uh i don't know the answer to that you never what's kavi's up to yeah yeah i don't know six two (laughs) wow Classic professional. Classic part of it. Was that the ad lib that Oliver liked? That's the one. That's the one. Then great, great job repackaging it. Then I guess I told you. I told you how to do it. If you're Caviz, are you happy with what's going on in your career? I mean, you had a good run on a CBS show, but one that no one watched. In terms of like, but it was you, on six years. It was on six years, but you like have every no. CBS show. <laughs> but you have no like cred from it. It's not like people are like the industry's not talking about. Right. It. No, they're not excited. Not like all the people from Lost got right. Got you know to be on something cool afterwards. Mm-hmm. They thought, but then for some of them, <laughs> you know, it cool, ended yeah. up. What was his first movie? Jim Caviezel's. If you can name his. Oh, I know the Thin Red Line. Oh no, that probably wasn't the first, but huh. he was in that, right? Oh, he's got a new one coming out: The Resurrection of the Christ. Really? Where he plays Jesus Christ. Oh, really? Wait, was his first? He also did a show called Paul, Apostle of Christ. I don't know. All right, this guy's all about the all God. Right. Was yeah, his first movie female. Saving Private Ryan? Hang on, what's your question? Was it Saving Private Ryan? Was his first movie maybe? No, no. Or was he not even in that? He was in one of those World War II movies. He was in Thin Red Line. Yeah. Caviezel. What year did Thin Red Line come out? Ugh. Damn, Because I could tell you, according to this, he is not in that. Caviezel. No, nope. my buddy. apologies. He plays Private Wit. All right, his first movie was 1991. Oh, he's a kid. Jim Caviezel. No. no. He plays the airline clerk. Oh. That is a huge hint. The airline clerk in 91. (laughs) She's having a baby? No. (laughs) No, that was 88, I think. Uh, Three men and a baby. Is there a baby? That was 86, (laughs) probably. Do you want me just to tell you? Rosemary's baby. My own private Idaho. Oh, wow. My own interesting. That's, that's a good first movie. Clerk. That's a cool debut, yeah. Yeah. Then he's in Digstown, Wyatt Earp, Ed, The Rock, G.I. Jane, Thin Red Line. See, this guy has this like guy a... This guy has not stopped. He's got a big career, and, and then suddenly, yeah. 
He gets on this show and boom, no well, one, no one cares I, about Caviezel, I, I, I buddy. Bet he's making movies right now. He's probably... Uh... What was his first TV show, Jim Caviezel? Oh, my God. I'll give you the character Why name. Are we doing okay. this? Bobby Riddle. Bobby Riddle? Oh, wait. Tom Riddle's no, brother? You're, you're not going to get that. Family Ties. No. Well, you're... Uh, you're what, you're not as far off as What are we talking? Are we talking Facts of Life? 1992. Oh. Well, is, it so si- did... is it a sitcom? You don't know. It's not, but there was humorous moments. Uh, so it's an hour. There were humorous no. moments. Uh, uh, is it the Wonder Years? Yes. Hey. Really? Yeah, he was on the Wonder Years. Caviezel's got a good career. Yeah, he does. He's got that resurrection of the Christ coming out. What the, uh, could that possibly be? Well, you move a stone over and a guy comes out of a cave. Isn't that... Wait, is it Mel oh, Gibson okay. also? Sounds like Saddam Hussein. I it won't, it won't <laughs> Saddam Hussein and Jesus had very similar backstories. <laughs> True. But I think that was, I think that's been in, in they've been talking about doing a, a sort of a sequel I to think, Passion of the Christ for years and years. But it's not, yeah, Gibson is not involved, it, is he? He will not let me. Karen? Try your watch. Uh, <laughs> it's in development, so it doesn't have a lot of details. Oh, there. in development hell. Hey, tell me More like it. development heaven with this guy involved. Hey. Mm. Talking about Carousel Mal, again? It is Mel Gibson. It is Mel Gibson. Fuck oh, it. Finally. But any details you want, you have to have IMDb Pro. Oh, I have that. Here, I let me look. We do have it at the office. Let me call it my assistant. <laughs> Get me details on Get the resurrection of the Christ. Immediately. Just can you fax that over right now? Uh, I don't know. If, am I logged in? Let me see. <laughs> what is happening right now? I have He's IMDb Pro. Up, uh, you do have IMDb. Why do you have, have IMDb Don't we have Pro? enough information about this yeah, movie? I just wanted to bra- brag that I have IMDb Pro. What do you, for what purpose do you have it? Uh, for for Never Not Funny, for, um, for booking. Uh, contacting agents? Okay. Yeah. I accept that. Ah, uh-huh, for context. <laughs> oh, it's called the Passion of the Christ colon resurrection. That's different. Really? Or is this a different thing? That is not what no, it says there. The right one. You got the right one. You got the right one, baby. What am I trying I to want look? you to say? It. That's a, that's Pepsi. Or is that I think we got all the details. We wanted. I don't know. Did you see yesterday, by the way? I did. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to that Springsteen one. Hey, my eyes are up here. How you doing, man? <laughs> Whoa! Saying? That's the shorter one. It yeah, is. It is. Same. It's probably a third as it, it long. It just doesn't go as long. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like it should start. He was saying balabans because he's wearing his balabans. Oh, that's what we call those glasses. Okay, <laughs> that that joke goes too deep. Uh, <laughs> Put your ass to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, it's shorter technically, but I don't think it's shorter in the right place. No, I think you guys just, don't like that. You want that? Oh no, short. no, I like that part. I just you think like, it goes to balabans. Wait, is that not? Oh, okay. It says balabans parentheses shorter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hmm. Shortest. All that's right. what we're interested in. I actually think you could even just start with Balabans and that's it. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the music. I do too. Uh, all right. Uh, it's time to play Summons. Before it's time to leave, there's just one thing we gotta know. Are you as bad as Mindy or CC Pleasants? <laughs> all right, you ready? Yep. Uh, you've chosen 80s music. Yep. High that's, scores uh, is in this. Uh, Chip Pope and myself have the high score. That's right. I think you mentioned that last time. Yeah. Yeah. 33. It's but tough. We, uh, they, Takes two. Speaking of Christ, 33. Hey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Balabans! <laughs> I would love to know what the 
and what 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 the clues were not the clues but the what what i was describing oh to crucify jesus for that (laughs) i guess we We could go back and listen to it at some point because it must have just been the easiest yeah it was probably like prince michael jackson madonna Uh, yeah it was probably like that all right here we go ready yep Okay, uh, Madonna's big hit that she wears a wedding dress. Like a virgin. Yes. Uh, Ike and? Tina Turner. Yes. Uh, uh, Private Eyes, the band. Uh, Hollow Notes. Yes. Uh, pour some sugar on it. Uh, Def Leppard. On me, rather. Uh, uh, Money Suit Tied Dimension. Uh, that band. Uh, uh, Simply Red. Yes. Uh, uh, look what the cat dragged in. Brett Michaels Band. Uh, Poison. Yes. Uh, uh, the band that does the theme song for Breakfast Club. Uh, uh, Simple Mind. Yes. Very good. I'm going to guess 28. 28! Hey, I win too. 20, I got a little locked up. I got a little locked up. Yeah. Uh, is that good or is that bad? That's oh, it's great. Good. It's great. Oh, it's great. It's probably top 10. That's great. Congratulations. What, when you said 33, though. That's just five points better. Well, I don't know. You what get, are you, you counting? The faster you get it, the more points you get. Oh, I so see. So if you okay. get it in one second, it. you get six I points. I understand. Yeah. So okay. 28's a... Yeah, I, I can't imagine anybody getting past 35, I think, would be the, seems like the cap right. to me. You have to have at least two seconds to give and, and receive. I think yeah, some right. fans like sent a video in once where, like... People, fans who play it all the time, they like know all the clues by heart. So oh, they yeah. just have little like buzz, like, like micro uh, words. Yeah, that little keywords that they yeah, go like yeah. Bob, ah, Bellman. <laughs> and it's just like, Bellman. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, you can get that uh, that app on uh, wherever you get apps. Yeah, it's true. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. I was true. wondering why I can Tina Turner wear an '80s clue, but I realized that was just your clue to get me to yeah. say Tina that's Turner. That's correct. That's exact. thank you. And that's a great clue because it's short, quick, in yeah. and out. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Man, I would love to do the pyramid with you. The actual TV and against show? you. Yeah. That was my one. <laughs> when I stopped the comedy banking television show, I had like a big meeting with the UTA like talent department. And they were like, what do you like? They were, you know, like, what shows do you want to be on? What, you know, of course, nothing is. <laughs> I'm offer only. So nothing's ever happened. <laughs> right. But that was the one thing I was like, I really want to do the 25, the pyramid. Can you get me on the pyramid as one of the celebrities? And they were like, no. <laughs> oh, just oh. flat out. <laughs> yeah. That's so, rough. But then you yeah. see who they chose. And you're like, uh, I, they'll, they all, all have television people, shows right? that were not on IFC. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Is it net, just like network? It's like it's not even network, but it's like basic premium cable right. that's not IFC. Yeah, yeah. You know, hmm. you know. But what if you you're, what if you like got the meeting, you'd be like, "I'm a player. I'm good at this." Like, it's, I'm, yeah, cause that was what's God, cool. What meeting? <laughs> I don't know. If you just like, <laughs> you get, think they're meeting people? To see if they're right for the if show. You, if you fi- if you run into the producer at a party and you go, "Look, I've been a yeah. huge fan." I would love to run into the producer at a party. I don't know who the producer is. I don't know either. Michael Strahan. Maybe, maybe he is at parties and you just don't know it. That's true. That's right. Strahan, call me. Would love to do it. Is Strahan still the guy? Yeah. I yep. don't even watch it. And I he's don't a know huge fan of Never Not Funny, so <laughs> you're talking to the right. Caviz? Cavizel, buddy. Cavizel will do it. By the way, Caviz is an executive producer on that new Passion of the Christ sequel. So this is what is... That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. trust him. I don't trust him. I don't like it. He's yeah. for sure a little conservative, I think. Caviz? Yeah. I don't know. Then he's beautiful. That they can be attractive. Yeah, How do they get to him? Yeah. Uh, Scott, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so glad that I was able to make it. Yes, me for too. For uh, the end of the season, the, the, the streak continues. The streak continues. Could I come back when the movie's out? Yeah. You'll be or? back next season. 
Okay, that's let's all do, you need to know. Let's bring them back when the movie comes out in September and just get it over with. So we that's don't what have I'm to saying. Stress. And then you have a nice long, like nine months without <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. I'm the nine eleven jokes. <laughs> of never not funny. On behalf of the pop culture music over there, there's the high and tight Gary Cockrell back there, the son of palms, Elliot Hopper, the Hunter Matt Belknap, <laughs> our friend Scott Arkman. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK forty seven. Go on, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.